This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 330, Democracy Quest 400X, Definitive Edition, Flight of the Federal Reserve Bank Note, or Nintendo Switch. Hello and welcome to this special presentation of Space Cats Peace Turtles. You can tell by our wonderful new music that we've definitely licensed and paid for that it's a very special day. Okay, yes, yes. We have paid for that music, and so there is no need to tell anyone (laughs) that we used it. You know what's funny is the number of times we've, on this show and on Old Gamers Almanac, used, like, music of just other things to, to tell a joke or whatever. EJ and I, on Just Dads Reading Books recently... Just read about one cent a one sentence quote from Neil Gaiman about our core line. Was episode. it really just one sentence? I thought one, you read the entire the, preface. The, no, we read one or two sentences and they delisted the entire episode on Spotify. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. So we could just dump that. So now we know that like if you want to get delisted, you can read a little Neil Gaiman. Just, get, just do Neil Gaiman and, goes, and they'll get you. Oh dang. I wonder if we'll get delisted just for saying Neil Gaiman's right. name a <laughs> little a bit. Flag. Someone out there, some intern. You is, can't say Neil Gaiman <laughs> without paying us. And it's like, are you Neil Gaiman? Nope. No, but we don't we don't like that no um, we do not like that we're the Coraline cops today is the hoot nanny yeah uh, it's the faction rankings hunter and i are in the same room right now actually right, right. and uh the trick of today's episode is we recorded the thing later so you're gonna hear the audio quality like completely shift we will cut to the actual rankings it's a it's a dang good time and i'm excited for all of you to be a part of it yeah, but, it's a good hoot nanny this year. Um, I think you'll have fun. We did we did a little bit of science that we don't normally do, um, and we did some. I think we did some very sincere taste making mm-hmm. uh, this year, mm-hmm. and I actually feel more confident that we nailed it this year than even last year. Oh, always, yeah. I right away last year was like, this is not even close to right. <laughs> Whereas this year, I'm a hundred percent. Of course, and and I won't. You won't hear us say anything like that next year no. unless I forget. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I for- already forgot yeah. what we even did. What were we just talking? It was about? like a week ago that we did it yeah i want to go ahead and burn this because i think that my energy in the actual episode is probably pretty i'm probably pretty excited to record Mm. this whenever we recorded Uh it but right now i'm not really excited to be doing anything (laughs) and i think i would just want to burn this nugget real (laughs) quick i have a little anecdote for everybody yeah hun bun's very tired (laughs) so i am in pain and i am having trouble moving around and the reason is that matt wanted me to go do curling <laughs> I, I, I gave you so many outs. You did, i wanted to go curling you wanted to go curling ej wanted to go curling and i'm very i'm a supportive friend yes, that shows true. up you for are. people that's i true. do and i w- didn't really want to do it but i was like it's probably not a big deal i will say this yeah. you helped fuel the theory that this was not a big deal and maybe it's not for some people uh-huh. it seemed like a big deal to me pretty much for everybody uh but so it's this thing that where I, if you don't know what curling is, it's I guess it's like bowling but with like a heavy stone, and it's you like shuffleboard on ice. With a a shuffleboard. And a it's more like stone. shuffleboard, yeah. And you got to kind of like lunge on ice. It's the hardest lunge you've ever had. It's to a pretty do, tough lunge because it's on ice. We were. It was all our first time doing it, and none of us knew you needed to lunge that low. And none of us have been 
practicing lunges except for sun sun can just like well yeah it doesn't matter i mean i think i I don't even think sun had been practicing lunges (laughs) i think sun was just like ready to go control in control of his body yeah exactly basically but i'm not i'm not in control of my body i've never to anyone i have never ever misrepresented myself as being athletic in any sense of you know i long ago abandoned the physical realm for the (laughs) realm of the mind you know what i mean a long ago i Uh said this is not for me Uh um i got weird bones that are bad uh and turns out I have, well, I also have bad balance. Uh, turns out all of these things mm-hmm. probably made it so that basically I was so bad at curling that pretty much all I think I did do was slam my knee repeatedly into the ice. Yeah. That's pretty much all I was doing. And twist your hips in ways you've never that were twisted bad, your hips. That were just yeah. not the right way yeah. to do it. I guarantee you my form was so bad that the reason I'm in pain now is just because that's not how you're supposed to do any of that. Yeah. And I could feel that I was doing it wrong. Of course. But, the, but what I wanted was to just kind of finagle it in there (laughs) and i never even did that i i basically i would let go of the stone Uh and it would go it would just float down it's like it wasn't on ice you know what i mean like when i did it it looked like it was kind of just like if you just tossed it in like you know a sand pit Uh you know what i mean Uh it just kind of stopped Everybody else, the stone would go somewhat. Sometimes Kinda. the stone. I didn't do too hot either, though. I, I, there's a, there's basically a line you have to cross to have your stone be in play. I only got it across that line one time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was also very bad at this. Curling is hard. Curling Turns is pretty out, hard. Really hard sport, and uh, it's significantly more physical than any of us were prepared for. Let me put it this way: Had it been easy, yeah, I would have had trouble. <laughs> And it was hard. You know what I mean? So that, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to excuse myself or anything like that. I will say my understanding of it was very elementary. I really had no idea what it was. Uh And I was seeing red flags the second we got in there because we get to the rink the ice rink Mm -hmm. and the first thing we do is the guy and i uh, keep in mind i've seen this on tv once for less than a minute like Uh. i've just barely have any idea what it is (laughs) i thought they were i thought they were flipping hockey pucks that they were doing (laughs) or something and the guy opens up the little freezer thing and he's like Uh we gotta get these stones out here they're like 40 pounds each and then we get out like 25 of them And I'm already, I'm like getting the stones out to be ready for us. And I'm like, oh, this already sucks. Yeah. I already hate this. I don't even know how to play this game. And already I'm like, this is more than I bargained for, basically. Yeah. And then right away, the guy's like, is anybody left handed? And only Hunter raises his hand and the guy goes, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I was right away. I was a problem. He all, he hated me basically from the jump. Okay. And then I didn't figure out how to do it. And it's like, I'm not surprised. He acted surprised like i was gonna figure it out uh-huh. and it's like dude can't you just recognize yeah. that i have abandoned the fleshy zone yeah. the flesh realm no, okay not for you i live in the mind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm doing fine up here okay <laughs> leave me alone it's 2020 you should have told basically. him about your twilight imperium career you should have told yeah, him about I your could, ti I, win rate i should have been like uh how about we just quit this curling and i'll talk to you a little bit about twilight imperium and guess what i bet i will teach you to play ti better than you will teach me to curl okay <laughs> Which honestly says a little bit about him as a teacher. He was the worst oh, kind of teacher. It. Where he I was know. just kind of like... No, he was doing a good job. Your body it, just literally doesn't dude. work. You were never gonna... I got a bad body. I mean, I've never claimed that it was good. It's a bad <laughs> body. All right? It's an untrained yeah. body that was... Me- I, I, I don't know that it can be trained. 
No, I don't think it can be yeah. either. I mean, let me tell you, if I got to teach myself something physical, like I do sometimes, it has happened mm. before. What I know is the real truth is that I just have to do it really wrong for a long time mm-hmm. and slowly correct. Yeah. And that's what curling would have been for me. Sure. If I had then wanted it to hurt learn, really bad, it would have been very painful. So I would have had a bloody knee. <laughs> I would have been bleeding from the knees, both knees, Hunter's bloody knee replacement surgery. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So curling, not for me. And I'm having, I got, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say, uh, cause it's just physics. Y'all having trouble standing up yeah. right yeah. now. <laughs> It's how much pain I'm I in from Hunter curling. I to let my cat out of the room about 15 minutes ago, and he looked at me with true fear, the idea that I would ask him to stand up. So no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> not I'm, I am that. old man mode, yeah, okay? I'm fine. grandpa, well, all right? Grandpa don't get out of the lazy boy <laughs> for nothing, okay? <sighs> Can I give you some uh, tournament updates for this yeah, last weekend? update us on the tournament. Let's update on the tournament. Uh, just a small five winners. Y'all are still st- keeping slow. You can, can play over and over again, but it turns out only like 12 of you are doing that. Let's keep it going. But more games, I, I'd more like games. to announce five winners for you. We've got Quantum Octopus. Yeah, Quantum. Ooh, uh, Quantum. Uh, a Libby 1152. Yeah, A Libby. Norab. Norab. I don't even know who that is. And uh, Finn. Finn made it through. Congratulations, Finn. Finn. Nice. And McMinister. McMinister. We did it, everybody. Ba, That's ba, five ba. more winners. Keep going. Keep the games going. Yes. We are like hot into game winter break on, for some game folks. On. If you can play as many games as possible, you might just make it through to the prelims. Yeah, at this what, point. What you, number are we at now? We are now at 139 Ooh. winners. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's getting close. It's getting close, people. Yeah. So yeah, keep playing. Uh, keep filling out those spots. Uh, it does look like the qualifiers will reliably spill into January. Yeah. But which means that if for some reason you haven't been able to participate, uh, just sign up in the new year yeah. and jump in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there will be time uh, to, to make it perfectly clear. We, we have really no intention of like letting it slow down too much. Uh, there, there's not a cutoff date at this point. It is yeah. just the cutoff number of uh 216 yeah. yeah uh so so n- never fear if your if your december was weird but your january's wide never open. fear if your december was weird uh-huh. classic yeah, that's, classic that's phrase what we always say yeah uh well do we want to take a quick break and then cut to matt and hunter from the past who are going to do a big faction rank yeah and i say good luck to those boys yeah yeah good luck you're gonna need it <laughs> Without further ado, Hunter, it is time to yeah. do the thing we are tasked with doing each year. Yes. I'm scared. I'm scared this year. I'm afraid yeah. of this year's list, and I don't think it's going to be good. Well, you know, just for any new people, every year we do a definitive ranking of every faction uh, in the game. Yep. And we do it maybe tier list style sometimes. We do like different, we do it different ways uh, every year. Yep. And this year we decided to uh, ask y'all what y'all yep. think. We decided to consult the unwashed masses uh, <laughs> and we let your poor grubby little fingers all over the button. Now, so we're going to divide this discussion up into two large segments. Yes. First, we're going to uh, talk about y'all's community ranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked all of our Patreon to rank every faction in the game based off what tier 
they think that the faction belongs in. And we did an S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, and F tier, which is probably too many tiers. Yep. Uh, I, it's not your show, though. Uh, <laughs> I make the decision. Uh, and then me and Matt also did a blind separate tiers yep. that we have, that math has combined into one ranking yes that we have not seen yet yep so we'll see you know how much we differ yep and where we differ right away yeah at the end um, of this we'll have a horrible mess to clean up and neither of us will stand by what comes out the other side except it will I'll be stand. definitive yeah well it is definitive yeah every year it's definitive even though every year it is different but let's talk about uh, the scumbags first. Let's talk about y'all uh, and and what y'all think. Uh -huh. um, I gotta tell you, there was an attempt at yes. hot take etude. There was. Y'all failed. Yeah, uh, this I'm is happy to report y'all failed. This is uh, a freaking potato soup <laughs> faction ranking, right? I'm looking at. This is all 25 ranked, just as regular style yep. as you possibly could come up honestly, with. honestly it's funny because we you know you, you all received this form the galactic council received a form the form went as such what tier should x faction belong in and then and then right. hunter and i spit out a little pie chart we got a little pie chart what's really nice about this pie chart is i i could if i really wanted to dig into the data but it's not worth my time but if i wanted no. to dig into the data and I don't. would I would look at these responses and I could look at exactly 20 people whose entire tallies I could throw out into the garbage because the right. first question is what tier is Arborek in and I see 16.9% 20 of you listed Arborek as S tier. So I get to just remove you from the equation if oh, we i didn't. wanted to we didn't we didn't we didn't remove you you're in there we did it through measuring pluralities and finding medians as opposed to averages so you got yeah. undone anyways uh you failed you failed we win uh i will say too the way we're going to organize these these tiers is uh there's no science to it uh i would say we looked at some pie charts and we decided things based on the numbers on the pie charts but like well, there was not perfect math done about like number of s tier ranks versus a's versus b's versus like we didn't run all the numbers right we ran the biggest numbers matt i feel like you're maybe missing mm -hmm. the point here because i'm making a deeper point with the method this year sure this is Democracy Quest, okay, definitive edition uh -huh. for Nintendo Switch, whatever else we said. I don't even remember now. Such a dumb joke. This is the Electoral College, baby. That's this is, right. That's oh, right. you got one more than the other person? We'll throw the rest out. That didn't count. Yep. And that is, and that's how we do it in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. And we are the best democracy that's ever existed. <laughs> and we will exist forever. We are not doomed to some sort of horrible failure. Yeah. You know what would have been better for that bit is if every single faction only had two options that we decided ahead of time. <laughs> Arborek, yeah, F or D, no other choices allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe a little too American, I think, for the show. But yeah, so, so we tossed out, it's basically majority rules. We tossed out all the votes that were not in the majority. Yep. And that's how we ordered our tiers. And the tiers within each tier... It's ordered by how confident were y'all yeah. that it belonged in that tier, which kind of makes it a little weird right? Um, in some cases. And, and you'll see like Arborek actually gets a little bonus yeah. uh, from this right. system. But basically, if you were super confident that it belonged to that tier, it's going to be up higher in that tier yes. 
than if it weren't. Right. Um, and, and yeah, it's, I, I would say that this is not, I wouldn't look at this as like a one to 25 ranking. I would look within the tiers as like what their confidence values are. That's the, inter- that's right. actually to, to speak like real. I do think that's interesting numbers. What we're sort yes. of, what we're leaving you out of is like when a faction was, uh, more if they were in A tier, some factions were more S tier as the second in line, and some were more B tier. Yes. That's obviously like a pecking order. Don't care. We're not. We'll talk about that some, like when we just get into some nitty gritties. Some of these factions yeah. are hilariously divided across the board. Just there's just yeah. no agreement about what tier they should be in, and they got placed in a tier anyways. And it's just that confidence value that I think is really interesting to uh, to look at and discuss and and and. Uh, is more representative of what we're asking of the community, right? Because I think the, the yes. biggest thing too, and Hunter and I, in we were filling out our own tiers at the same time. And what we both kept noting is, I don't know what you're considering B tier. Like, what are the factors you're choosing yeah. to, and, and I'm not telling you. And that's, the, that's true of the community too. So all of your confidence values are based on wildly different metrics anyways. Yeah, so. yeah, I like that. Also, so I was thinking for community rankings, we would go top down. Sure. And then for me and you, we'd we'll go, go bottom, bottom up. up. I love it. Yeah, yeah, especially because the community rankings are so much more interesting at the bottom than they are at the top. Yeah. They are they yeah. are wildly more interesting at the bottom. Uh, yeah. At the bottom. The top is boring. Let's talk about the S tier of the community yeah. ranking uh, yes. with the highest percentage of any confidence in anything with right. 66.7, a, a full two-thirds of the vote, the number one most S-tier faction is the Universities of Jolnar. Yeah, there you go, Jolnar. Good job. <laughs> Good job, buddies. That, again, did it. just to say, again, that doesn't mean they are the number one faction, the best faction. It's just that they are most confidently an S-tier faction. The world yes. agrees that Jolnar belongs in the S-tier. How much... Uh, br- just... To break down the data a little bit, did people troll Jolnar at all, or was it all very serious voting for Jolnar? Yeah, I I would say, I mean, b- given that it was so much in the S tier, it, it was very little trolling. I mean, uh, the, the F and D tier make up all of, uh, like, not even 3% of the vote. So I would say the trolls did not come out in favor of Jolnar. There was 23.1% of the vote in A tier, and all of the bottom, the, the other four tiers were like an incredibly minimal amount of total people voting for them. So a couple trolls, there was one person who put Jolnar in F tier, right? So we know yeah, we've, we've got right. your number basically. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it makes sense. Great faction. I think we said they were number one last year. Is so. that right? Yeah. I, I think feel that's like right. that's where we, where, where we landed. Um, and so, yeah, I get it. Y'all are just kind of copying our work. <laughs> I feel like at this point, um, but you know, like I actually change my mind every year. I, yeah. I have never, my tier list has changed every single year. It's every never year. been the same. I changed my mind after I finished inputting my <laughs> tiers for you and I, I changed my right. mind every that's, minute. Yeah. Yeah. That that's more just like kind of just shaky beliefs. Yes, you know right, what I mean? Like right. you, you doubt, you doubt your faith. I you do. Know what I, mean? I doubt my faith with everything. Uh, let's I'm move. like a bishop over here. You know what I mean? Like I'm like wearing robes. Uh, well, let's continue the S tier uh, with 62.1% of the vote uh, in second place was well, the Clan of Sar. This is a no brainer. If anything, I'm surprised Jolnar beat Clan of Sar out, but uh, a confident a, a confident S tier. Yeah, I think that Clan of Sar has long had this position uh, in the community. Um, I, you know, 
I, I have I will talk more on this It'll whenever we get to our individual rankings. Can't wait. Um, That's really hilarious. This is uh, yours and my individual rankings against each other is going to be a nightmare. It's going to be Yay! so impossible You're to do. You're going to be so uncomfortable, <laughs> and I like that. That'll be good. That's that's great. Uh, number three, something that has risen through the ranks throughout POK's development. There were there were people early on that uh, stood by Mahokt all along, but finally, I think two years running, Mahokt has been considered one of the best factions. They have now yep. risen to a 58.6% of the vote S-tier faction. Yeah, so solidly middle of the S-tier Mahokt, yeah. um, and number three overall, basically, if you were ranking them that way, which this isn't really about that. I think... You know, to rank the factions 1 through 25 is pretty silly. Um, like, it really makes sense for them to be uh, kind of in tiers. Because yeah. it's very, you know, the Twilight Imperium is very dependent. Yeah. We don't know. You, right. don't, you don't really know in a vacuum, like, what's going to be good, what's going to be bad. You yeah. Know? I mean, honestly, it's like to even call them tiers is silly. Uh, my, my favorite method we ever did was actually just the very first year where they were just categories. And, like, the categories yeah. had a certain assumption of weight. Sure. But I would say the middle of the pack, the hardest thing between, like, B, C, and D tier is it's always like these are all middle of the pack factions and I'm choosing to denote them in different ways like an okay faction with one great superpower versus like a you know an okay faction with no great superpowers or or, or right. like or a good faction with no great superpowers are those the same thing no they're kind of just like a different category altogether but Mahawk has truly proven to have like finishing moves right uh, that's, that's sort of the main thing and i would say the uh, our next one up here is also in that category of just being a faction with finishing moves it's isaral tribes with 52.6 percent of the vote yeah yeah so that's 52.6 percent of people voted for them to be an s tier yep. um that's a pretty still pretty high level of confidence although we are we've dropped a little bit right yeah. with jolnar we started at 66.7 almost 70 percent right. of the vote and now we are just barely over 50 now, I will say, overall, pretty much uh, this is like what you should expect for a high level of confidence on this list is yeah. like 52%. Um, we're, we're eventually going to get to where getting even 50% of the vote is not It's not even achievable. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's a lot I of mean, factions where it's like way split. I think it makes sense for Asarl Tribes to be this high. I think they've had a hot year. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense for the community to kind of be reacting to that. And also, I think they were just like a little bit underrated um, yeah. when POK first came out. Definitely. So I think this is a natural adjustment from that is to kind of boost them up into yeah. that top five spot. Well, and and I mean, honestly, too, the, I feel like there have been a couple agent changes, like Nalu's agent change and things like that. And it's like, mm -hmm. it made Isarl's potential even higher. Uh, I mean, that's that's, right. that's one example, but like, yeah, we've just seen, we've seen Isarl's potential climb, I think, with with a lot of the additions. Um, you know, the, the, the expansion of the Frontier deck, I think helped Isarl, because Isarl makes sense to get DET and Grav Drive pretty quickly, and an improvement to the DET uh, deck meant an improvement for Asarl. So I, I think there's actually reasons they have genuinely improved as opposed to just people like like agree that they're better now. I think they got better as well. Uh, and our yeah, final yeah. S-tier faction with 49.1% of the vote. So not a majority of the vote, but a plurality right. of the just, vote. Just barely not a majority. Though. Uh, yeah, I, I, and, and honestly, this tier is the only one where you get numbers this good, this reliably. Maybe A tier as well, but beyond that, things get way, way messier. Uh, but the Nalu Collective at 49.1% of people voting for it to be S tier. 
Right. Yeah. So it it just barely made it into the S tier there because what the A tier vote was how much? Uh, well, thirty one. It was still a decently oh, okay. sized uh pl plurality. I would say a faction we'll be able to talk about here soon. Uh, that's actually at the bottom, uh, close to the bottom of our A tier, is a faction that narrowly skipped out on being S tier, but it's at the bottom of our A tier. <laughs> it's a, a hilarious uh, side effect of this particular system, essentially. <laughs> yeah, that is really funny. Well, yeah, not only it makes sense for it to be like towards the bottom of the S tier because they have a lot of, you know, they're like they're kind of weak. Yes. You know, they're they're you can smush them. They're 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 but they are actually bug like as yes. opposed to the Stardak, which are more like beetle like. You right. know, specifically. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, their their superpowers are almost unparalleled, but they do actually have issues in their kit that like have to be solved for yeah. uh, compared to these other S tier factions. I would say have very few issues to even solve for. They're just sort of solid across the board. You know, one thing I want to say in general is that it's pretty impressive that Jolnar is as good as they are considering that they have a two-planet home system. Right, yeah. Um, Clan Asar obviously does not care about their home system. But it's it's actually kind of wild if you think about it. Our S tier is four of these factions have two-planet yeah. home systems. That's wild. That's not great. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting, actually, to note. I, I did not think about that, but it is something something I think I did in my own tiers. It is going to follow the same logic where like it sounds it seems like the A tier, which we're about to get into, is a place for like solid foundation, which is why we're going to talk about a lot of one planet home systems, basically. Yeah. And the S tier, what is required is more than just any sort of foundational truth. It's like, no, you need you need gas. You, you need, you know, right. you got to be running diesel to, to be in the S tier or whatever. Uh, but let's talk about the A tier. At the top of the A tier, with the most confidence, 56.9% of the vote, is the Federation of Soul. That's, uh, it's funny because there were a lot of people, whenever we did the Soul Guide recently, that were surprised when I said that they were really good. A lot of y'all <laughs> are confusing how much you don't like uh -huh. watching the Federation of Soul <laughs> with how good they are. Right. You know? And yeah. obviously the community, it bears true as as far as y'all in the voting booth, you're like, nah, Soul is uh is really good. I mean, it's top of the A tier. That's almost an S tier. That's like honorary. How yeah. many people voted S tier for Soul? Uh twenty-five and nineteen said B tier. So almost a split vote though. I would average that out to still solidly A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was Makes it was sense. not any sort of like heavier weighted to S tier. A really funny thing to note to me about Soul, and and I I haven't clocked this about any other faction yet. Uh, Soul is maybe the one of the only factions that did not get a vote in every tier. Nobody said Soul was D tier. Some trolls said it was F tier, and there's some right. C and B, but not a single person said Soul was D tier. So if we know anything, we know that Soul is not a D tier faction. <laughs> Nah, yeah, and you'll see when we get to D tier what happened there. It's pretty humorous, actually. It's really great. Uh, yeah. Next up, though, with just just right behind Federation of Soul at 54.7% of the vote is the Nazaroka, uh, a solidly a solidly A tier faction. Yeah, I think this is uh, this is pretty reasonable placement. Um, Nazaroka have this like weird thing of because they're a gambler faction. Yeah. I think that at all levels of play. This is kind of where they belong. I personally think that a very high level of play, the fact that they can go to the casino yep. is kind of a wild ability if right. everybody is playing uh, hot. So yes. I actually, I maybe favor them a little more than the I do too. I have a lot of here. trouble with Nazroka and and like it's right there on that line between S and A because like their home system is not good. Like the, it's like a two mm -hmm. two. It's a bad home system. They have a 
I would call mildly rough start, right? It's pretty good, sure. but it's it it there can be complications can be in round one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they almost always find their way out of it. Yeah, this one was uh twenty four point eight percent uh said S tier while only sixteen percent said uh B tier. So it was weighted more towards S than A. Right. But still right. uh plurality says A, so that's where it goes. Uh there next go. up on the vote, only point four percent behind Nasroka, almost a tie. Is the right. Empyrean at 54.3% of the vote? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, this is one of my favorite factions to play. Um, I uh, very much agree with this uh, placement yeah. uh, as far as the community is concerned. I think they are an A tier faction. Yeah. Uh, honestly, all I ever want to see out of a tier list when it comes to Empyrean is do you recognize that they are better than Hakan? <laughs> right <laughs> as long as you recognize that they're better than hakan then i kind of like don't really care where you've placed things yeah to me they are like textbook like this is what hakan would be like if yeah they kind of had like a more developed kit right basically right yeah uh, i'll note too the the b and s tier votes were almost tied 23 b tier versus 21 s tier so another like those split into just like to me that says 80 percent of the vote averages out to this being an a tier faction basically right, I, I, the, right. It's, it's hard to find a more definitively a tier faction than uh the empyrean next up in the order at 52.1 percent of the vote all of these still have all been a majority right it's kind of crazy how solid the a tier is yeah almost yeah. everything is above 50 percent uh with 52.1 percent is the nomad yeah so i've had my difficulties with this faction and they they are whenever it clicks it's so much fun yeah I maybe differ from the community a little bit here. You want to put them maybe lower? Not. I I maybe maybe yeah. we'll see. Well, I I think that's uh reflected in the overall stats because actually very few people put Nomad in an S tier situation and mm. their B tier vote was thirty three point three percent. So this is it, wow. it's almost divided between A and B tier with just like it kind of fleshing. It, you know, it goes towards A a little bit more. It swing it swings higher, but I would say this is a relatively divided vote on the Nomad. Yeah, I think that makes sense. They just like it's weird because they have a kit that like does a lot of things well yeah but i find that especially in a late game scenario a lot of times they're they struggle to like close up the victory right um even though they can do a lot of really cool stuff it's just really limited because if you think about it a lot of their advantages have to do with their flagship and their flagship is one piece of plastic on yep. the board. Yep. Now, I know you can build it over and over, but that's just a limiting factor, you know, of like wherever that flagship is, right. Nomad can do crazy stuff. Wherever it's not, less Nothing's crazy gonna, stuff yeah. they can do. Yeah. And, and and in that final round, they can get the flagship to a lot of places. But the big thing then becomes about its minimal capacity because not everything's right. moving with the, it. It's what can of the course. flagship do solo <laughs> in all yes. of the places it goes to or whatever. Yeah, uh, next tough. up. And uh, we're all no, we're not almost done with the A tier. My God, the A tier is huge. Uh, is it the eight? A tier is really big. Uh, next up in the A tier, at exactly fifty percent of the vote, fifty-eight of the one hundred and sixteen people that voted said the Titans of Ul is A tier. This faction has moved around so much. Yep. In our rankings, we I think whenever POK was fresh and new, we like over we were like this is one of the best new factions. Yeah. Like Titans, they're the best. They right. rule. And then, like, we were like, ah, they don't really make as much sense. And then they, they got kind of, like, lower in the list. And I, I feel like they are finally, like, kind of where they belong, which is, like, either just inside the top 10 or just outside of it. Yeah. That kind of, like, 
mid a lower a high b tier i'm not like super specific about it i think yeah. some people could 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 make an argument that they belong a little bit lower that they de define sort of like what a b tier faction is um but you know i do i lo love their kit absolutely and yeah. i think that they close up a lot of games really strong. Right. And, and honestly, their early game is really fun, too. Yeah. I go the other way with them. I, I say that they're on the upper end of the A tier. Uh, the, the, the votes prove out to be 29.3% say S tier. So it's it's 70, almost 80% of people say A or S tier, with B tier right. being 17% of that vote. Um, I, I, I think Titans are the, like we were describing earlier, they are the definitive, everything about their kit is solid. There's nothing... Yeah special there's nothing miraculous that they can do right but if they can take right. hold of the game they'll never lose control of that game but that does not mean they're always in that winning position or whatever they're amazing at almost every single objective they can do all these things they have almost no tricks up their sleeve they just have cruisers that take you know get hit really good or whatever right but there's there's yeah there's just nothing special there besides like it's all good. It's all a solid foundation. And that is that to me screams A tier. So I, I right. think it checks out. Uh, right. Next up, we finally dropped below 50%. Ooh, yeah, We're out fun. of the majority territory. And the next one is maybe one of the most interesting in the list. It's at 43.6% of the vote. The Necrovirus. Yeah, so... It, well, okay, so this, we were all over the place with this one, right? Like, yeah. the numbers are kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, at, so, 40, so 51 people say A tier... 45 people say s tier so it's yeah it's ba they barely missed the s tier necro did that's funny <laughs> i mean it makes sense because the necro has like ridiculous like late game ability yeah but like that early game is not mm -hmm. easy mm -hmm. and it's the type of thing where like it can take a while to like really get your bearings on twilight imperium and i think there's a lot of people that probably try to play necro and don't have a lot of experience doing it and and it just kind of feels like nothing happens yes you know like i've had games like that where it just feels like oh well this isn't really working out for yeah. me and they're complicated enough where i think in a really competitive environment which i think twilight imperium is right now i think right. i think all i think majority of the factions are good i mean obviously in the in the community ranking we're basically seeing that well most factions are great we're yeah. we're we're 11 <laughs> factions deep and we're still in the eight you know <laughs> right <laughs> so it's like yeah there's there there is a lot of love i think for most of the factions and a necro i just think kind of splits there's like people that are really good at it and people that are like not as good at it yep um so i think that's why you have uh you know it's it's I like the idea that Necro is controversial, though. That's yeah, fine. Absolutely. Uh, next up is almost the inverse of Necrovirus. At 42.7% of the vote is the Emirates of Hakan. And I would, I would like with Necro's thing, I'd like to make note of the 30.8% of people that said B tier here. So Hakan sure. is almost edging towards the other side. Although there was, there was a, uh, there were 18 people that said Hakan is S tier, which I would say is more than the number of people that said Necro is you know, B tier or lower or whatever that you did not see those kind of percentages. Uh, Hakan was honestly kind of it, when you look at the pie chart, it's just sort of all over the place. It's 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 barely existing in a tier. Yeah, Hakan has been on a downward trajectory yeah. for me just over the years. Right. Uh, I think that there was a time where I would have said that they were in like the top five. Now, that may have been base game. Sure. Probably, it probably was yeah. base game. Yeah. But Every year, I feel like my estimation of Hakan uh, gets lower and lower. Yep. 
yeah. Well, yeah. we we have one faction left, and I'd love to point out, you, you were just sort of remarking on it, but our 13th faction out of 25, which means yeah. over half of the factions are in A or S tier. Right. And there are six tiers, technically. I think we all know that six tiers is too many, and like maybe the differences between C and D and everything like don't actually make sense. Like Maybe we've just proven that there's only actually four tiers, right? There's an S tier, an A tier, a B tier, and an F tier or something. I don't even know. Sure. But... Uh, it, I, it's just funny to me that half the factions are great, right? A tier is yeah. great. Uh, and right. finishing off the A tier with 42.7, actually tying Hakan technically in the number of votes for A tier is the Argent Flight. Uh, the big difference yeah. with Argent Flight is way more people think uh, B tier is also good for them. 45 people uh, say B tier, 50 people say A tier. So Argent Flight very narrowly dodged being in the B tier. Argent had uh, Tournament 3, I believe, was very good for Argent yeah. since then. I feel like everyone's kind of cooled on them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're still making it into the A tier here, but I'm I'm not as positive. I, I actually kind of, it's funny that they're right next to Hakan, um, because for me, both these factions kind of go down in my estimations. Yeah. I think their kit is like really finicky and that sometimes it works out really good and sometimes it's like, who cares? Yeah. And also, I feel like I've seen some things that I didn't expect to see. Like, I have seen Argent Flight be slayed. Like, Hollow yeah. Lattice is is good, but it's not impregnable. Right. You know, of course. If, especially if the table is all working on it together. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, if you get into that home system, all you got to do is get to get through space combat, and right. then you're pretty much done. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know what my take on Argent Flight at this point is is like i think they're the faction that gets to nine more than anybody else nine without winning then you know yeah. right like the bonus points are tough for them but to your point what you were just describing it made me think of this fact if argent flight gets custodians which they definitely can do right they, they, they have a kit that can get custodians sometimes yeah but i think argent flight is a faction that cannot sustain game long heat and that's when Hollow Lattice becomes weak because if people are just like always inching closer and closer to Argent Flight, they yeah. can't put up with that. So if the pressure is on them after round one or like, you know, in the middle of round two, they will not cross that finish line a lot of the time. Right. And then they also don't have finishing moves. So if they're laying low, it's really hard for them to find late game bonus points which is when they then stall out at nine right so it's like they're this solid faction that just doesn't have the tools to either get to 10 or to have a path to 10 and survive it yeah they're kind of like if nasroka didn't have like all of the gambling yes. stuff yeah so yeah. yeah i would say that if if not like nasroka's gambling pushes them up above right argent flight so yeah i i yeah but but there you go. There's still A tier. Yeah, so it, all you Argent Flight people, like yeah, the, obviously the community still thinks of Argent Flight as being in the better half. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, we're into the bottom half now, uh, and the top of our B tier is with 44.4 percent of the vote, the Extra Kingdom. Yeah. So this is this is interesting. I think y'all really like uh, Codex Three extra yeah um a lot and it is cool they they get to do a lot of really cool stuff that i think works out for them uh sometimes and right. sometimes it's kind of just like who cares um but also the thing is extra has a a really wide uh possibility window yeah i've had games where i 
went war sons with extra and had both war sons out and was using them effectively to win slay and defend myself yep. in a way that i've never experienced with any faction even hakan right uh who has that hero that can obviously get them two war sons for free uh this was like way more sustainable and like actually felt like a good strategy yeah so I, I feel like that that is what that is, and that's why I think Extra does kind of belong in the middle. But they might be, in a way, one of the more swingy factions as far as, like, what can you end up with? Yep. Can it be a boring whatever game? Can right. it be, like, one of the most insane late games you've ever experienced? Like, yeah. I feel like that's where Extra is. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think losing the casino hero turned extra into solidly b i think before that i think people if we had done this poll two years ago extra would have been all over the map because people would have been like but that hero though but that hero it, it's like it's an s tier or whatever i don't i Fair, mean people yeah, probably yeah. weren't saying that but you, the, the hot takes come out with such a gamble i think they're all over the map because at that time too the foundation was bad and then they could roll into a win anyways right sure, and so sure. i think i think the pie chart on extra would have been such a gross mess uh two years ago if we had done this but now i i just want to note 44.4 percent are b tier 23.9 percent are c tier 23.9% are A tier. The A and the C right. tier are exactly the same number of votes and they cancel each wow. other out. It's like you don't get more definitively B tier than the X job. They now have an incredible foundation, right? But now they right. don't actually have any sort of finishing move. They just have this like they can be an economic powerhouse, but it also kind of clicks in a little late sometimes, right? Not always, but some games it's round three before that economy really kicks in and the hero is unlocked and everything so yeah i i think it is a i like b tier being defined by x job because it's like yeah they can have great games but sometimes just nothing happens for them right <laughs> yeah all right well let's talk about that next one what yeah. do we got uh next up in the b tier at 40.2 percent of the vote is the newest faction the council Calares. uh honestly yeah. it still feels like young days for this faction right like i i feel like the the vote is still out for council Calares because there's a lot of people who honestly still avoid them right in online play it's easier but like the in-person stuff is not very many people have a copy of Calares with their with their ti yeah so i got to spend a lot of time with Calares whenever they came out um and I feel like it really cemented my feelings on Calaris, but I do feel like they're a little bit underplayed. Yeah. And I feel like people kind of like judge them a bit from a distance. This mm -hmm. is just kind of a vague thing that I feel. Yeah. And like, but what's weird is like, I don't really disagree with the placement. Yeah. I think their kit is like really interesting. They really belong like, like kind of in the same conversation as, as I think where extra is right now, where it's like, this can be really good. Yeah. But also, like, sometimes it's just kind of nothing. Yeah. Sometimes um, it's just a lot of money, right? Right. <laughs> Some right. games, you just have a lot of money, and it didn't do anything else for you necessarily, or whatever. Or, like, a lot of yeah. plastic. I would say Calaris's case is more about, like, those weird builds, and, like, man, sometimes your plastic is just all in the right spot. Too bad it didn't matter, <laughs> or whatever. Right. Yeah, too bad it wasn't that kind of game, yeah. basically. It is cool that they get kind of, like, this weird nickel and dime economy, where yeah. they, like, they are rich, but, like, from, like, little things yeah. over time. You know? Which can, I think, make them a challenge to play, because yes. you need to be a player that is, like... Oh, yeah. Okay, you can't. You gotta like really be engaging with, you know, getting that rider out there. Yep. You know, making sure that you are 
not treating yourself like a two commodity faction, like a you're a four commodity faction. Yes. You just do half of it at yeah. first. Do it a little bit at a time. It it's later. piecemeal. It's you're weird. almost a six commodity faction because of how often people just want the action card from your right. rider anyway. So you get those two bucks baked in as well. Uh, I, my biggest thing is I'm so sick. I've been playing Calaris, not myself, but Calaris in games in async a lot. And we talked about military support being annoying in async. Oh man, I'm so sick of the Calaris rider. It's, it's yeah. literally just first person to raise their hand gets that thing and there's no other logic to it so it's yeah. it's it's a rough that's one right and it happens it. twice in a row <laughs> right yeah. so yeah, oh man I'm, I'm i'm kind of sick of calaris in games because i'm yeah. curious yeah matt have you played calaris uh, I played them once early on. One time uh, okay. uh, on TTPG, I played them. Uh, but that's it. Okay. Only the one time. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've seen them more than I've played them for sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's that that's wild. Yeah, and it's it's crazy thinking that it's been... This is their second appearance yeah. on this end-of-year thing. It's like true. They've been around now. They're, they're really not a new faction, but the no. community at large still sort of treats them like they're brand new or whatever. Yeah. I, I, it just feels like we all still have hot takes about them, and nothing has been, like, finalized. Uh, next up, at 37.6% of the vote, I want to note here, these percentages, not a single faction was above 50% in B tier, right? No, There's just right. no, there's no confidence, and that's actually going to be true for all of the rest of the tiers. There, there's no yeah. such thing as a 50%... Uh, C or D or F tier uh, faction. But with 37.6% of the vote, it's the L1Z1X MindNet. Yeah. A, a B tier faction, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense for them. They like, in the POK universe, not being good at economy is a big problem. Yeah. Because kind of everybody's good at it. Yes. Literally everybody pretty much has a good economy and l1 kind of has a bad one yeah it's weird because they have a decent promissory note but it just the number it's so locked in value wise yep. it is worth a command token you can't like and i'm sure people try but you can't like make an argument that it's somehow worth more than essentially a buck yeah so it, and that i think they need more than that they, yeah. you can't be a two commodity faction with just a buck promissory note <laughs> and yeah. expect something to work out for you. They yeah. also have like a commander that isn't really like in some situations might be worth some money, yeah. but isn't really going to be worth no. much. Yeah, yeah, that so, alliance yeah, economy wise much. they just kind of yeah, they yeah. they just kind of suck economy wise and they don't really have any kind of besides their excellent windslay ability yep. uh and their ability to punch, which punching is important but obviously you can kind of get away with not being a very punchy faction i'm looking at isaral tribes i'm looking at nalu yeah yep. like there's a lot of factions that are not you know explicitly punchy that do really well in pok yeah so. definitely uh i would note here this was the closest any faction got to uh being on the border 44 people said b tier that gave them their 37.6 percent 44 people 43 people said c tier so wow. almost a split vote between B and C. They barely made it into B tier. And if anything, it would have been a weirder conversation if L1 had been in in the C tier. Uh, I, I think the two of us, that conversation, that I, I don't know. 
L1 is so hard to talk about because you're right. It is all those economic factors, and yet they're always relevant in the late game, right? They're always there. Well, that's true. It's it, yeah. that, That's the hard part about it. Is they're are they relevant there. because they are going to win, though? Right. Or are it's they true. relevant because they have a win slay ability they're, and we need to talk about that? They're controlling the factors in some way. It's true. Uh, we only have one faction left in the B tier. The, uh, an overly stacked A tier means only four factions in the B tier, and the final B tier faction is the Vool Wraith Cabal. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't get it i mean I, I i make no bones about it i don't get it um so yeah whatever y'all say it's b tier what was the split like tell me about the so numbers this was this was one of what i would say is two or three of the most chaotic actually so again 35.9 percent is hardly a any significant percentage right 35.9 percent of people said b tier that's barely a third of people (laughs) barely over a third of people said that 28.2 said c tier 16.2 said uh d tier and only 18 percent said a tier so in the the a to b plurality was bigger than the c to d but honestly the biggest the biggest plurality is that b to c right they're they're really a faction that that exists in the b to c range it seems like um you know maybe maybe hunter it seems like you maybe feel more like they're a a c a low c or a high c to your faction no i mean i'm not going to tell you sure i mean i'm looking at my list right here but i'm not going to tell you anything about it uh, (laughs) until we get to the time to reveal that Um, but yeah no i'm just out of you just not a big fan of cabal in general um i think you know it's not that I, I'm a little personal with how I think about my tier list totally. rankings. I, I sort of try to, I, it's like two thirds me piloting the faction and then it's one third the community and that's how I, that's my method, yeah. right? So it's more weighted towards me and I just feel like it never works for me. I see it work for other people, yeah. but also like a lot of random stuff happens in TI. Yeah. Maybe Cabal just gets away with some nonsense right now that they won't in the future. I right. don't know. I think the kit is kind of strange and doesn't really work for me yeah I, I am certainly more of a cabal style player uh the, the just like all i need is movement and ships and i'll i'll hold on okay that doesn't mean they cross the finish line right that's why they're still b or c tier to me uh is, right. is that notion of like i think i can do pretty well with cabal in almost any game but it's random factors that get me to 10 right as opposed right. to when you play a sorrel it's like it's random factors that keep me away from 10 or whatever is <laughs> yeah. the inverse of an s tier uh that rounds out our b tier we're now into the c tier and i think it's really funny that these two come up in this conversation back to back like this because uh the the faction that i think is the most like the vool wraith cabal is the first of our c tier factions at 44.8 percent of the vote it's the ghosts of Creus. and if anything i've come around that I think y'all got this one wrong. I think go- I think these need to be flipped. Ghosts are better than Cabal. They have a better economy by like... I mean, I know Cabal has this like weird baked in free money stuff, but yeah. they don't make money outside of that. And then they have to kill stuff to actually make that money. Whereas Ghosts kind of, kind of makes money and favors and deals hand over fist. And they're kind of like everybody's best friend at the table. And Cabal is the opposite of that. So I don't know. I, I, I think this is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, also Ghost is like cool, you know, <laughs> and like, you know, Cabal's not. So right, that's like sure. kind of a big deal to me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ghost is like really fun to play, uh, really interesting abilities. I think like maybe why they get so much heat is like they're they're obviously a little flimsy. Um, I think people are have, you know, this year has been about, oh, is the Ghost Commander good? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, which is, by the way, not our idea. We got it from Alice. Alice was right. like, hey, the Ghost Commander is good. 
And then we started thinking about it and was like, wow, the Ghost Commander actually is really good. Yeah. Uh, and it's helping them with something that they need, which is just like more plastic. Yeah. Get the plastic so down. Solve your Leaning problems. into that is very important. Yep. And I, also, they're like a one carrier start, which like wasn't that big of a deal in base game. And now sure. in POK, like economy is up. Yep. Everybody's buying. Yeah. Uh, and starting with one carrier, that's a real bummer now, yeah, you know? Yeah. They, they luckily, their kit, like, lets them sort of make extra goods on top of that, but it doesn't let them take all the planets other people get to take, right? It's like, yeah. you, you, you can look like a decent start, and then you look around the table and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot, everybody else has great starts these days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the problem, is everybody that's else's stuff thing. is really good. I will say, uh, the, the split for Ghost was actually more favorable, so even though uh cabal was was larger in this regard uh or i mean like like cabal ranked higher uh ghost was 44.8 percent c tier 29.3 percent b tier so it's like there's not that many people that are saying ghost is like a d tier faction whereas there's plenty of people saying cabal is a d tier so it it is funny that cabal wins quote unquote here because of our dumb plurality method but uh yeah ghost it's just more firmly confident that this is c tier uh you know range or whatever uh it's it's just funny that the the votes were so split on cabal uh next up in the c tier with 36.8 percent of the vote it's the mentac coalition yeah i mean this is where they're at they're so yeah. cool i love the mentac but yeah. i mean i also don't really disagree with this yeah summary it's very similar to like what i was just saying about ghosts where it's like super cool they've got all these like interesting abilities they've even got like a like a better economy than i think people rate them yeah but they start with one carrier and that's yeah. a problem it's a big problem so. they do have the better finishing moves of the two too like mirror computing crazy good so good at locking yeah. up some games also that i think the biggest thing we've learned since the beginning of pok is that that hero rules it is yeah. only one time but it's like a guarantee at this point that hero is a guarantee so when you need to win the combat whether it's defense or offense you have the tool in your kit and i think that was more questionable we didn't know that early on in pok uh yeah i mean this is a pretty this is i would say this is a pretty fair shake on c tier as as well d tier was 23.1 percent b tier was 23.9 percent so almost a split vote you know you can kind of even those out into just a lot of people average them out into being a c tier faction right next up in our c tier is 35 even 35 percent of the vote says Embers of Muat are in the Muat. C tier. This is this one's so interesting to me. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, this is like where I would have figured this would be. I, I, I think they're worse. I think they're worse. Actually, you know what? And so does the community. Technically speaking, this is this is another funny plurality numbers because the B and higher, you know, uh, uh, people are very very small contingent. Thirty five percent say C tier. 32.5% say D tier, 14.5% say F tier. So they're like, they're down here. If anything, you could average this out and they would be a D tier faction. So I think they're sneaking hmm. into the C tier here. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair to say. I I mean, obviously, I like them less than the community does. Yeah. But I feel like Muat is sort of like Arborek, but better, where it has like this legion of people that are like, Muat's good. Yeah. Dang it. Right. Uh, and they're like really repping Muat. 
Um, and so, yeah, I can see them like pushing them up to C tier. But are they actually C tier? I mean, obviously not. Not, <laughs> not in my estimation. We haven't I mean, gotten I'm there the yet. Right. Hunter and yeah. I haven't done our list, so we don't know what tier they're in. We just know what you all decided to say. You all think it's C, and that's, I mean, I don't know. I just, they're, they're just still too slow. Yeah. Their kit is, Dude. it's all these other things, but it still doesn't like fix the core problem, which is Mua is just kind of slow. I just played an async game where I didn't score for the first two rounds due to Ew. no fault of my own <laughs> as, as far as i could call it maybe like i could have taken one strategy card to hedge my bets as opposed to whatever i did do but the objectives can destroy you as muat you can just not have the right stuff to accomplish everything uh and, yeah, and the, yeah, it, it was it was disgusting uh uh next up is 34.5 percent of the vote it's the winu also kind of yeah. is this a sneak into c tier i think so their their votes are very split uh if anything it almost looks like four quadrants like there's just there's <laughs> barely it's almost four twenty five percent 34.5 percent said c tier 23.3 percent said b tier that that is that's bold uh to me five people said s tier uh 22 people said d tier 17 people said f tier this one's all over the map but the plurality says c yeah um i think c is like obviously far too high yeah. uh for for them similar to mua yeah. i i like just favor them much less i do not like playing as winu um i think that if you are having a good game as winu it's you know you might be good at playing winu yeah I, i'm not saying there's like a it's like a no skill faction but it says a little more about your table than yep. it does about it your does. game right uh, here's the argument I could see. Uh, it, it, here's the internal dialogue I see people having when they're filling out this form and deciding on a tier. There's the notion of Winu's kit is so good. Their leader suite is S tier, right? Their leader suite is an S tier thing. Their start is an F tier. They have the worst start in the game. Right. But it's that notion of their potential is so high I think that means I have to put them in a high tier. It's just a question of whether or not they get punched. And I think you and me, Hunter, both say that punchability is a, is also a factor. And they are right. so, so very punchable. It's so easy to keep Winu from scoring points, y'all. It's it's like you don't... To Hunter's point, if they scored points, it's because the table didn't do anything to stop them. And you absolutely could have. It, it was right. one command counter for one player to stop Winu scoring for a whole round and knocking them out of contention completely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I've been in that position where I'm playing as Winu, yeah. And somebody went to stop me, and they just did, and yeah. it was just like, well, that's that's, that's gonna it. be I, the end for it, me. <laughs> I wasn't sitting there being like, oh, I've played this wrong. Yeah, I know. There's so much to learn right. about what I just did. It. Nope. <laughs> you just you just can't get activated. Yes. If someone <laughs> activates your stuff, you're as Winu, you lose. Yeah. There is no way around that. <laughs> They need a new start. We yeah. need an Omega start for right. Winu. You can't start with that little plastic yeah. and and expect to win the game unless everyone is kind of like busy Giving with it other stuff. I, right. It doesn't have to just be that it's all their fault and you yeah. won just because of them. I, I'm not trying to do that. I think that's kind of a toxic way of thinking about it. Sure. But if the table has a little bit of extra gas, and I'm talking just a little bit, right. that's it for you. You're done. Hang yeah. it up. Yep. 
Yep, yep. Rounding out our C tier at 31.9% of the vote is the Barony of Letnev, another divisive one. Lots there, There's sure. like three yeah, yeah. big chunks here, but Barony of Letnev makes it into the C tier. I, the biggest thing I've noticed is the I think the Barony stands are the ones really like hanging around. Of course, there's Arborek fans. Of course, there's all these other fans. But I think Barony of Letnev has undeserved haters, and that's caused undeserved like lovers of barony right whereas i think barony <laughs> is like a quintessential yeah i mean they're just c tier they're just kind of mid they're fine they 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 have these like two extra command tokens at the beginning of the game that doesn't equate to much they have a they have right. a good two planet home system they have they have a tech path that can fire off but most people will note it's just too slow to get going right barony is just a faction that shows up too late to the party and they don't have a finishing move to do anything about it so if it were a 14 point game maybe this is like a better faction i honestly am surprised that there wasn't more of a movement to get them higher up though yeah i mean the fact that it's 31.9 percent c tier uh, what was can we hear the split actually yeah. i kind of want to hear all the split b tier was 25.9 percent d tier was 28.4 percent three extra people said uh d so but it actually i think that just kind of averages out to like it is pretty solidly c basically yeah yeah well i mean we've only got three factions left and we're still in the c tier yeah. which is like kind of hilarious yeah. that y'all did it that oh, way i just love whatever. it because it's proof that six tiers doesn't it just doesn't actually make sense it's too it's too it's getting too granular and people make that take that granularity and do really whack stuff with it like it just kind of falls all over the place we don't agree here i love the six no, tiers for I, love it. It. I love it but i'm saying that's how you get chaotic numbers like this right if we had sure, done simpler sure. numbers with, we would have had with, more consistent results with the democracy thing, I th I think you're right. I do feel like I can divide the fact for just for myself, yeah. for my own tier. I feel like I can I understand what the six different groupings yeah. mean. Basically, I think I do too, personally. Yeah. Okay. Our D tier uh, is one faction. It exists we only alone. Have one. There is one faction that is the D tier. Thirty three point six percent of the votes say Sardak Nor is in the D tier as, and they stand alone. <laughs> you dirty dogs. Okay, how dare you? How dare you treat my friends like this? You put Sardak Nor in D tier alone yep. with no one else, yep. no friends, yeah. huh? Yeah. Wow. And a split wow. a split vote on the season Fs as well. So either side really I will say there was a solid B tier contingent. Fifteen people said, No, come on, Sardak's not that yeah, bad. Baby. They're yeah, wrong, baby. of course, but uh, you know, no. the, it's 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 a D tier faction. I don't know. Sardak Nor has an annoying start. They've got the ground forces, but they don't have the fighters. They have terrible tech. And they don't actually have like finishing moves, right? They have crazy things they can do. That they hero, ability. they have they, they have wind slays, but they have nothing that puts them at ten. They just have wind slays. They're, they're like even more L one than L one, right? The L one argument we were making, at least L one's yeah. toolkit serves L one more often than that. Sardak's toolkit just doesn't serve Sardak often enough. I agree. I mean, you got to be a crazy genius to be able to win a game with them. Um, check out the YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash whatever string of letters because we don't have the custom URL or whatever. We do. I think we do. Space Cat Check Pod. out Hunter, Hunter Plays Sardak Nor. Why yeah. don't you check out that video and just see? You know, I mean, you got to be got to be some kind of genius got to be a giga brain yeah. yeah galaxy brain let's move on to our f tier if you've been doing the math you know what two factions are here but i do think yep. there's some interesting information here in our pluralities right 
The Arborek at 43.2% lead off the F tier. Solidly F tier. And that even goes with the troll contingent that worked in force with Arborek. 20 people, 16.9% said they were S tier. That's how many people's votes were just having a laugh. Uh, but uh, a, a very solid contingent saying F tier, and boy, do I agree with them. Nice try, everybody. But you gotta, you know, you gotta really command. You gotta, you gotta rally the troops. Uh-huh. You know, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> stay in the line. You know. Although, I mean, I guess technically, here is what you achieved. Yeah. So what is the last faction? Right. The last one is the Yin Brotherhood. Does fall into F tier, but this is another one of the ones where this was all over the place. Yin sure. is thirty one percent F tier. 30 uh 28.4% D tier 24.1% C tier 9.5% B tier like it's uh, there's a there's a lot of healthy contingents uh saying yin is not that bad and sure. yeah it stinks because uh we we did like the yin super guide already and and hunter kind of did it i've been wanting to play yin recently but it's like ah there's other stuff to play but I've been also on the like Yin sucks dog pile, uh, even after their dog codex pile. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I I want to go against that. I haven't played sure. them to have the evidence for that. And in fact, I've still seen them in games where they just nothing happens for them or whatever. But I, I want to see them as that D tier faction. I think I really would like to I would like Yin to become a D tier faction, but they're just not there yet. I just think it's funny that y'all put Yin at the bottom of the list um, because yeah. it's like you're cosplaying as us from 2017, mm-hmm. which is really funny that it's y'all really are stealing cute. our joke f- like five years too late. <laughs> you're stealing our bits. And Sorry, unbeknownst actually, to six, yourselves. <laughs> it's six years now, Matt. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, okay. Lord. Shh, don't, say, oh dear. Don't, don't say these things. We don't need to, We don't need this. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, so that was the community rankings. Um, I'll make it. I'll make a little image of it in tier list if you want to. If you want to look at it in yeah. the episode discussion, um, you could also have looked at it and not listened to the episode at all. Yeah, and still respond. Right, that's the most popular. Stuff. That's the most popular way An to go about doing tactic this. Yeah, that you can utilize is to not listen to the, the things that we say and instead just respond. Yep. Something like what is this yeah that's like a cool one this is trash and these guys are stupid uh yes. this is obviously five stars blah, blah, blah. five yeah. stars on apple podcast this is trash these guys are stupid yeah that's i love a good that one. i love that uh let's let's do uh the really messy part of today's episode yeah. which is hunter and i did the same form you all did we mm-hmm. gave we gave each faction a tier and obviously this is this is the law of small numbers we, there's only two of us it's gonna be like a 50 50 split on most of these factions yeah. but we're gonna have to use that to then decide what tier all of these things go in so notably hunter and i have not discussed any of this beforehand all we've the, the discussion about tiers we've had is what you've just listened to of us just reacting to community stuff uh but it, it is time for us to pull up and look at our pie charts and we'll start building a tier list uh of our factions hunter are you ready i am ready um i have a a tier maker up that i'm excited about yep um so we will we will kind of build this together as we go okay well let's kick things off we're going to go in alphabetical order on this so we're not going to present this in tier order we'll we'll do that at the end we'll we'll take a good hard look at all the work we've done kind of as we're going but i just i have the form in in order and Good news, Arborek we agree on. Uh, Arborek is, in fact, an F-tier faction, uh, according to both of us. Uh, So, at the very least, we agree on one thing. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, and you know what, y'all? It's like, 
I hate to I hate to dunk on Arborek. I don't know how many times I got to explain this. I love Arborek. Sure. But it is just not. They are just like a kid. And they had a big year. They yeah. had a big year in the qualifiers. It's true. Okay? They're doing I great. Total, they're, they're doing great. Um, and, you know, it's not that you can win with any of these factions. It is possible. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. You, but, uh, but the thing is, they are just like built for a different game. Sometimes everything lines up. Yep. You know, what they're built for is 14 points. Right. But let's pretend that's a different game. They're built for something else. Sometimes it works out for them, and that's awesome. Yeah. But they also like tend to kind of ruin other players' games while they are also not winning, which is a real bad feel. You yeah. know, don't like that very much. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, well, next in the order. Sorry, I just did a thing where I skipped ahead. I didn't pay attention to everything exactly, but I was just looking at how many times did we agree. And I am I just want to say at the top here, Hunter, and we'll, we'll cover it as we go. I'm proud of us. We, we agreed uh, more often than we didn't. Uh, so that's that's yeah. that's fun. Uh, next up is the Argent Flight. And we're split. Uh-oh. C tier and B tier is where we fell with the Argent Flight. C tier and B tier. So now what well, do we do? We have to C. debate. Yeah. You put them in C, I put them in B. Yeah. Oh boy. I went hard. Here's what happened to me. I'll, now I can I basically have to reveal like what's going on with my my tier list. I when I first built it, I had like eight factions in S tier. Uh and like two factions in f tier or something or like or two factions in d tier or whatever and i was like i gotta sure, even sure. this out i want to like i want to make these spread out more and so i i tried to get way more specific about what i considered s and a i basically moved everything down so i guarantee you argent was in my b tier but by process of elimination of moving things around sure. I and I think this is going to become actually just like a commonality with us is I think my C is just lower or like yeah is is lower than uh than your C no vice versa my C is basically sure. higher than your C I I think better factions are in the C tier uh than than like maybe you consider it as I I don't know well that, here here was my spread yeah so I put five in S I put five in A I put four in B. I put four in C, I put three in D, yeah. and I put four in F. Yeah. That's how I did it. Yeah, mine's four across the board, except for five in B tier. Uh, so I, I kept them very, very even, basically. But okay, so now, we, but we're at a crossroads now, Hunter. Argent Flight has to go in B or C tier. We're split. What do we, yeah. what do we do here? Uh, or do we, do we need to like, <laughs> do we make tiers for every space in between and then work them out later or, or whatever? I don't know the process here. Well, okay, so so for your because I I actually have Argent as a as my highest B. Wow, my most confident B yeah. is Argent. I think that they are a lot of fun to play. I think that when things line up for them, they're very they're strong. Yeah. they're turtley. They're defensive. Uh, Strikewing Alphas are an excellent faction unit uh, that is like surprisingly punchy, and I love even now. Like, even at this point in the game, I still am sometimes surprised by, like, wow, I just got torn shreds by yeah. some Strike Wing Alphas. Right. And that element of surprise is, I think, really fun. Um, but I want to know, how confident are you in your C? Where did you put them in your C? Uh, I didn't really rank them within the C, but if I'm looking at it, they're at the top of my C, almost for sure. Um, See, that sounds like bottom B right. to me. I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I think we're going to need to shift things around as we go anyway. So I'd rather like get stuff on the map and then potentially kind of kind of do little little shuffles here and there. But I, I am I'm 
perfectly fine with B because like I said, they kind of got knocked from B to C just because of other sure. things moving around. I think I think Argent's position will hedge on some later conversations. Like I want to compare them against yes. some things is, is what I want to do uh, as, as we get into those arguments. All right, so we're going to put them in B, but with the idea that as we put other factions in B, we're going to put those ahead of yes, Argent, right? Likely, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you know maybe I'll maybe I'll hope that they get knocked down to C anyways, but that probably won't happen. Uh, but next up we have the Barony of Letnev, which ding ding we did it, Hunter. We both think Barony is in the D tier. Yeah, this is an easy conversation. It's just it's just D tier. They're just not they're not trash. They're not F tier, but right. they just don't really. They don't cross the finish line almost ever. Uh, they're just never yeah. there, basically. But good lord, if you're in a game with Barony and yeah. you need to stop them or you're afraid of them stopping you, you have to get so wily yep. in order to make that happen. Yeah. I mean, they are the best punchers in the business. Yeah. They yeah. just don't have any fancy way of punching. Right. They do it the old way, you know? <laughs> the, old, the old school style with sustained damage. <laughs> yeah, they, they do it by just punching, yeah. you know? And it's it's not fancy, but wow, is it... I mean, it's basically... If, if Barony is going to win this game and they have their fleet in their home system, I think all five of us could try and yeah. fail. Yeah. And that's very just barony. I think that that <laughs> is like that. So you can't have them in F tier. No. They're not an F tier. They are they are that. above a healthy F tier yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So there you go. They're not trash but they never win. <laughs> so they're D tier. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Basically. Yeah. Uh next up is the Clan Asar and Hunter, I see you're up to some work here. Uh I did put Clan Asar in S, but you called them an A tier. You're you're yes. looking to drag Clan Asar down. Uh give me your give me your opening arguments. <laughs> Here's my opening argument. I'll put it in one word. Elimination. Okay? Mm -hmm. You can do it. Yeah. It's not that crazy to just get rid of Clan of Sar. And I just see it happen more often than not. It's yeah. like Clan of Sar is this it's really scary faction yeah. that generates heat. But the stuff that I put... Up, now, I, I, I will say I put it at the top of my A tier. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> so, it's it's if I were ranking the factions in numerical order... Clan Asar is my number six yeah, faction. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, I think that's fair. Um, I would like to basically give you the Argent bump if you give me the Sar bump for now. And it's a conversation we can kick down the road and maybe they get pushed into A tier or something later. But here's my argument. Here's my here's my counter argument yeah, yeah. about Sar is I agree that we see these eliminations happen or whatever. And I just think like maybe this is like too mean or something. But I think that's like just a, a flaw of not playing sar to their actual strengths um i've been playing a decent amount of sar recently and i haven't actually i mean i had one game where i did come close to elimination but also it's that classic style of sar like screams across the finish line in like a broken jalopy where two of the tires are missing but it was just right. enough to like the, the the discussion we had after the game was kind of a fun one which is like you know i was i was somewhat saying like i don't know i mean i definitely had like a rough game and the and someone that I beat in that game said, no, you had exactly good enough a game. You just barely crossed the finish line with the amount you, right. you correctly equated how much plastic you needed to win the game. And, and that's exactly how much you needed. And to say contrary to that, I just finished a game with Imsen 
uh, as Clan of Sar and Clan of, I'm waiting for Imsen's like treatise. He's going to write me a treatise about Sar, but he's saying, you know, I've, I've learned from deft and uh, Olo and one other uh, player Imsen mentioned as like the Sar crew, right? There's like, there's, mm-hmm. there's this Sar contingent. Oh, Lily. Yeah. Uh, the only Lily. Uh, and those four players like have all these takes on Sar. And I just got to tell you when Sar is piloted with uh, maximum confidence, there was nothing we could do about Clan Asar's, like, position that whole game. The only reason Imsen lost that game is because some of the weirdest win-makey BS happened that maybe I've ever seen. But, like, Asar in a confident position is nigh untouchable. And that's my argument for S-tier. Okay. My argument would be that my S-tier involves factions that do not have to be piloted by some of the greatest Twilight Imperium <laughs> players of all time in order to be good. But no, you make a strong argument too. You're no, right. If the best of all time are playing Sar, they are really good. It's good not point. It's not about that though, because it's like, I mean, I have i don't remember ever being eliminated as Sar. I can't think of the last time that happened to me. Right. I don't think you would get eliminated as Sar. Like I do think when the players get eliminated as Sar, they like messed something up. Literally, all right. you have to do is research chaos mapping and put stuff in an asteroid field, and you avoid getting eliminated. Like, what do you? What are you messing well, up? Okay, but <laughs> but there's there's actual elimination as far as player, yeah. uh, as far as the rules are concerned, and then there's functionally functional eliminated, for, totally. Which I feel like I see that more uh, more often than I see actual elimination. Yeah. But I don't want to. I I don't want to fight you on this one. Um, I am down to put them in S tier for now. For now. And we'll just kind of wait and see yeah. how things. I have out. no issues. Very with... confident in S tier. Yeah, is well, what, is what I'm I have no from. issues of looking at what the rest of our S tier ends up looking like, and then going from there. I, I, I really sure. do have no, no problem with that. Uh, uh, next up is the Council Caleras, and don't worry, we have a quick no discussion. Uh, B tier. We both agree this is just a B tier. Uh, B tier. Uh, I'm gonna put it ahead of Argent for now. Sure. In B tier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I think B tier and probably this will eke out uh, to be true. We'll see. My my categorization of B tier would just be like, these are solid economies with solid kits that you just don't necessarily see have any finishing moves of any notable quality. They're just like, right. they're always in there. They're always in the game, but they're just not necessarily crossing the finish line or whatever. Next up is the uh, Embers of Muat. And we once again agree here that we're both yeah. putting it in the F tier, uh, down there with Arborek. Just a just a bad, just a tough faction to play with. Just a bad uh, faction. Yeah, it's it, there are interesting tools in the kit. They can do slaying. Sometimes they're fun. I'll even say I don't think they're as fun as Arborek, but I do think you can have fun. My biggest problem with Muad at this point is they're so prescriptive that that limits you so many times. The like, I have to do my agent before other things. You get hurt by strategy card order so often as right. Embers of Muat. There are things you don't get to accomplish because you have to do things in specific order every single round. And it gets old. It gets old being like dictated how you have to go through your sequence of events. Um. So do we want to put Muat like t- like ahead of Arborek or behind Arborek in the F tier. That's interesting. You know, th- this is the kind of thing where it doesn't even matter too much to me. Like I'm not s- it matters super to me, concerned. It matters to Hunter. I would, I think I would put Muat above Arborek because it's like you have this Winslay thing baked in, especially you have Nova Seed, right? At the end of the right. day, you do have Nova Seed and Nova Seed is a good ability that like does important work for Muat's game. And as long as you don't get totally screwed, you can Nova Seed like 
in round four and have access to that little that little hot you know safe zone in round five when you need it or whatever I, right. I think that's like a solid play for the final round of the game it's just sometimes you're not in the point potential for it to matter yeah i think that makes sense and i agreed with that in my own uh inner rankings yeah. i put arborek or i put muat ahead of arborek in the f tier so yeah. let's do it okay uh next up we've got another uh agreement uh the emirates of hakan we both put in the b tier in there with yeah. Argent, well, in there with Council Calares, I had Argent lower than Hakan. That's kind of my hot take, maybe, of the day, is I do think Argent is actually worse than Hakan. I think you, you've you been pushing a lot more the narrative about Hakan's home system, which I do agree with. The Hakan home system yeah. is trash, and it gets uh, taken a lot. I think there's workarounds for that. I, I do think I have underemphasized mechs the last couple years, and that if you really do emphasize mech play, you can do some fancy shenanigans that just kind of get you in better positions across the board and mm -hmm. i think qdn is really good also i just think your tech start is is better like starting a blue yellow gives you access to just like a better mid game than i think argent maybe has the the, the destroyers are a, a solid mid game so i don't know but i i just don't put i don't have that big of a gap between the two of them and i did give hakan more points in my book Hakan is, I think, in a position to fall even lower on my own personal ranking next year. I feel like what I'm seeing more and more is people um, win slaying Hakan in round four yeah. if they research QDN. Right. And I got to tell you, it just seems very doable. If yeah. you try to win slay Hakan before they get the hero build off, you're in. Yeah. It's over. They're, yeah. not, they're not coming back from that. And the fact that we can now... Certain factions can look at Hakan's board state and see, oh, is QDN happening? You know what? Let's deal with this now. Let's right. not wait. And if you don't wait, then you take them out. And it just feels very accomplishable. Yeah. And I think if we see more and more of it in the future, I will possibly even be open to them being C tier. Um, I I put both Argent and Hakan in my B tier yeah. with Argent being ahead of Hakan and Hakan being lower in the B tier. But for now, I will put Hakan at the top of the B tier. Or do you want it in the middle? I don't I don't have a preference between them and Council Calera's at all, so I'd give you that one. I'd let I'd let okay. you just do whatever you want there. Um, I'll I'll let it be Hakan and then Calera's and then Argent. Okay. For now. Um yeah, I man, I just gotta tell you anecdote, anecdote about Hakan. Just just I'm in a game in async as Hakan and async got me. That 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 darn there's the seventh player, you know, we always talk about, but in async, yeah. there's actually an eighth player and it's async and it's your own memory, right? right? Yeah. That's the eighth player in in async. And I had such a beautiful setup. The the table wanted to punish me for being set up for QDN. They organized the situation where it, like it just wasn't going to work. I needed to like diplo a yellow skip back before I could research QDN. They blocked it. I was kind of like, you know what? Actually, this is all fine. I'll just get Dread 2 instead. I have Light Wave. Like I have a great blue tech path uh, as my Hakan. But what I knew in the back of my memory was I'm still taking this yellow planet, this yellow skip back. And if I can right. get lucky in the agenda phase... We might just get tech in the agenda phase, right? That just happens. Yeah, yeah. And I had that thought in the middle of the round, and then two weeks went by, and then we made it to the end of the round, and I didn't need any secondaries of strategy cards next round, and I needed tactics tokens. I didn't put any tokens into strategy, and then we got Ixthian Artifact, wow. and I could have had QDN going into the final round. I could have just had it. Although, 
and as the table has argued, probably if QDN was on the table, the agendas would be hardlined against me, right? It just would be like, well, we can't allow this to happen. The tech can't sure. go the way of of Hakan or whatever. But man, what a bummer! But I, I do agree that QDN is actually. I'm st- I'm I'm now leaning that Hakan, like if anything, might be a B tier faction for me because if you don't research QDN you don't really have a target on your back and you just make a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And maybe we just need to switch Hakan from being like, just just don't worry about QDN anymore. That might be a feature of my eventual Hakan guide. I don't know. We'll see. It's it's working out so far is all I'll say. Just like not even caring about QDN sure. and focusing on plastic and putting that money to good use. It's pretty good. It works pretty well and you can get a lot better tech than a bunch of yellows or whatever. <laughs> Meh. 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 Yeah. Uh, next up is Empyrean. We have a split vote, Hunter. <gasps> a tier and B tier uh, for the Empyrean. Wow, you're B tier. Listen, I told Empyrean. you. My, I, I had an issue with S tier and it knocked things low. It did some nasty business. I think my wow. A my A and B had some ugly stuff happen to it, basically. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I put Empyrean in there with Hakan, with Calares, with a couple other factions we haven't brought up yet, but I put them as economic powerhouses that are good. I, I, I can see an argument though for Empyrean higher. If anything... I would certainly take the argument that Empyrean is at the top of my B. There are two factions that are at the very tippity-tippity top of my B and could go into my A, and it's just a matter of I didn't want like an overly bloated A or whatever. I just had too much stuff towards the top. So I'm happy to concede this one even. I think no, the- no. I mean, I mean, I, I'm just curious as to like what your thought process is of like. So you are you saying that Empyrean is better than something like Hakan, but not much better, basically. That is a little bit how I feel. Yep. They're they're better than Hakan, but not wildly better than Hakan. It's less about Hakan, and it's more that I don't think they're as good of the stuff as as the stuff I have above them. Um, you know, I, I don't think I mean we we can kinda I don't want to skip ahead on too many conversations, but no, I just no, no, I don't not. think they compete with some of the stuff that I have above them. And so I I, I drop them down a tier, basically. I mean I put them in the middle of my A tier um so i mean obviously i'm they're not at the top of my a tier so it's not like i'm like super confident um here's to put them top of the b for now here's what i would say actually because we've boosted argent up like the our collective list as it stands right now like i don't have argent and empyrean in the same tier you know what i mean and i wouldn't i would not want that to be true in our collective list so again I'm, i'm fine with empyrean getting knocked up one uh, get, getting boosted because it, I, I, they are not on the same territory. I think they're better than Calaris and Hakan, where I think they're top of B, but they're definitely better than Argent to me, which means they're. Uh, I, I think it's safe to put them in A. I think I'm just interested because I think I think whatever you've done with your A and S tier. Yeah. is really wild. Yeah, I probably. We're gonna, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what you've done, but it must spats. be very strange. Yeah. So I say let's leave Empyrean in B tier because, and I'll just put it at top of B. Yeah. And because I'm just really curious as to what you've done here. Yeah. So let's let's just find out. Okay. You know? Uh, well, we have uh, one of our answers because next up is Federation of Soul and we are split between S and A tier here on Soul. Oh, yeah. So I put, I put Soul in S, you put it in A. Yep. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I, we need to get something in a, uh, so (laughs) I'm, I'm down. I, I think that, um, so I put soul, uh, not as the lowest in my a tier, but basically my, my fourth place overall. You mean S tier. Yeah. Um, yeah, The lowest, the almost lowest in your S tier, fourth place in your S tier. Yeah. 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 
Um, I'm more wondering how confident are you in your A tier placement of Federation of Soul? I feel pretty good about it. I mean, they they are they are a custodians faction, and we both agree that their hero is like truly excellent. It's so good. I I don't think that competes with some of the like more kind of impervious final round things. You got to have a solid token economy for that hero to do what it really truly needs to do, right? You, you got to set up for it compared to some other factions that I think don't require as much setup, basically. Uh, you know, th things like, I don't know, a, a, a Mahawked or two or whatever. Like, I, I, I think they fall below. I think they just have such a solid kit. My A tier mm. was that like impregnable, no final gas in the tank kind of faction. That, that's what my yeah. A tier looks like. I just think they're so consistent. Yeah. Like the being if you're in a situation where you can sell military support, it's so it's like diet research agreement where you're just yeah. generating so much cash. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's where they get the gas to have the the plastic position extra tokens. But right. and I just like I like a balanced kit that just kind of does a lot of stuff at once really well. And I think they're one of the best examples of a faction that does that. Obviously, Jolnar, I think, is the best example sure. overall of, course. of a kit that does everything. But I feel like uh, Soul is a little bit behind. But I'm down to put them in A tier. Maybe they'll end up being top of A tier, but we'll see. Yeah, okay. A tier it is. Uh, Ghost of Krius, we are in firm agreement. Ghost of Krius is C tier. No questions -tier. asked. Yeah, well, uh, C for Krius. That's C why for I Krius. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. of course, of course, of course, of uh, course. But no, I actually do. I mean, I just think this is right. I think the C tier and even maybe like bottom of the B tier is this thing where it's just like they are good. They just like it, things can fail to work out for them in in plenty of games or whatever. But I I think you always have a relatively solid ghost game, right? You just yeah. maybe never cross the finish line, basically. Uh, I think they are ab right above where things get trashy. Yes. That's why I put them in C tier. Exactly. Uh, and next, I'm surprised by this one. L1Z1X, mm -hmm. we agree. C tier. C tier yep. for both of us as L1. It's interesting because, yeah, I mean, we, we've always been L1 defenders, basically. Like, we've always talked up how good L1 is. And... Uh, I, I think we still stand by the arguments of like why their why their abilities are good, but I mean we you kind of already talked about it in the community section where it's just like L one just has this economy problem that you can't get yep. past and and that's honestly we didn't talk about with Barony but that is also true of Barony there's just an economy problem to both of these factions where yep. nowadays there are just factions that make so many trade goods that it doesn't matter if you have great planets and uh, efficient ships. That's also my argument against Argent, right? Argent has a terrible economy, actually. Even if their ships are cheap to afford, they make no money to do other stuff, to do anything extra. Sure. Argent makes, like, no money. Uh, and that's L1 and Barony as well. Yeah, I would challenge that and say that, I mean, truly, Argent does not need the money. Yeah, but, right. yeah. Um, L1, uh, can we put it top of the C tier though? I, I feel that. like it's, it's it the best example of a C tier so faction far, yeah. in my it's opinion. better than Ghost. I, I agree yeah. with that, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, another source of agreement. We do both think that Mahawk's Gene Sorcerers are S tier. With that confidence value, I think they have to go above SAR. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're my number one. They're, yeah. I'll just go ahead and give it away. I think they are the best faction in the game right now. Wild. Um, I think in the hands of a talented player, uh, they just excel at high level play. It's nuts. Yeah. They, they have, uh, instead of it being like, Jolnar is like, I'm good at everything. Mahakt is like, I do stuff no one can do. Right. Yeah. And that is, I think, a little more important uh, at, at a high level play. Yeah. And I think we're at the biggest moment right now of 
them getting away with that more often. I actually could see, I kind of agree. They're not my number one, but they're in like my top three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Mahawk losing some gas in the coming years. And it sure. just would be this. If people can figure out what you're supposed to do to stop them, right? We've right. done that with other ones. SAR, that used to be the thing. There's nothing you can do. Well, if you smash them enough, they don't they don't have the gas or whatever. If you, you know, there, there's so many factions where there are, we have discovered answers to them. And Mahawks is such a strange other thing that yes, we got to figure out like what you're supposed to do against Mahawked. But I think we'll get more of that answer. I don't, I'm not even suggesting they'll ever be a tier. I don't think that, but I don't know if they'll always be like number one uh, to me. I, th- I, 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 cause we used to rank them quite low actually, because their, their well, start we was awkward and we didn't know what we were yeah. doing with them, all of that stuff. But I, th- I just want to say though, to challenge what you're saying, I think that partially why I think they're so good is that they're, defensive capabilities they they have like great defense and offense at the same time mm-hmm. and i think that is why they're ultimately they're like the only faction with a hero that can be very effectively now some some can sort of do this but i think mahat is the best example of a hero that works as a winslay yeah and as defense yeah as as counter winslay yeah it's pretty and nuts. i think that is that is the the secret sauce that yeah. makes them so good. Yeah, the the fact that their hero inherently affects two factions and it can be a negative effect to both of them is yeah. like really yeah. nuts. It's really it's wild, wild it's that you can wild. decimate two people's board position with a single fell swoop that affects you not at all. <laughs> it yeah. does nothing to yeah. your stuff. Uh, next up is the Mentac Coalition. Um, sad to report we are split here. D tier and C tier. Uh, I would say, so when we were doing this, uh, Hunter, uh, we were on the call together and you heard me wincing and moaning and being scared. It was about Mentac. I don't know what to do with Mentac and I would be happy to just concede Mentac to you because I don't, I don't even know. No, I just fine. don't know what I, I think about Mentac. I don't stand by any arguments with Mentac. I'm afraid of them. <laughs> I think Mentac is really cool and that's why I put him in C tier. Um, and I think when I play them, I have a lot of fun and I think their kit is really interesting, but yeah, I think they are in rough times and it's not, you know, it's not really, I, I like, I think they could use us saying they're in D tier so that mm. somebody figures them out and, and mm. helps them out. Yeah. So I'm down. I mean, obviously my, my list is a cool guy list, um, <laughs> but, and I put them in C tier. So that's what cool guys do, but this is not a cool guy podcast. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. put Mentech in D tier now. <laughs> Above or below Barony? What do you above, think? Above, above, above. All right, certainly above. above. There, there's, there's too much. I mean, the like the biggest downside to Mentech is just the heat they accrue through doing their stuff, which I think is yeah. generally unfounded. I think pillage is easy to work around. Actually, it's not that big of a deal, but it is kind of annoying. But I don't think it actually makes Mentech some like horrible enemy of the table that can't get anything good going you know what i mean right I, we were i mean I, w- I was in a game with a mentech where it's like they just they had 16 bucks sitting there and nobody was that bent out of shape about it like it's like yeah, yeah. i mean they've been they've been they've been getting stuff off of us it's kind of a bummer but you know it is what it is that's mentech and it's they're just a good economic faction and mirror computing is good and there's things that are great about them but they also have a bad round one and not always a closing uh move again that hero is cool but it's it's just to get it's to cinch one important combat and usually you need more than that to win a game it's true but i mean it's also like if you have the win locked up with mirror computing then that hero is a really great yeah. defensive yeah. tactic your, your home system is safe and, but well is it though because my point is that it works that one time yes, it yeah, doesn't yeah. necessarily set up right to be sustainable yeah but if, you know 
if multiple people can get in there, you're looking pretty doomed. Yeah, I mean, man, uh, this was in this stupid Winslay gaming I, or uh, win making game I was describing earlier, but Mentac ended up with actually like one of the better chances to win. Uh, and Planet Earth, our winning Asarl, sent uh, an absolutely absurd force into Mentac's home. It was four Mentac mechs and 16 infantry on the Mentac homeworld, and a Sorrel one with three mechs and 18 infantry. Wow. It was a wild yeah. final combat for Shard of the Throne for the win. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that was nuts. Uh, and hey, next up, we have uh, Coalition. The Nalu Collective is A tier. Uh, I'm I'm surprised we agree on this, but I'm also thrilled we agree on this. Uh, like we described earlier, they have some of the highest tier tools in the game but they do have weak stuff they have a they have a bad start i mean except for their agent is always great but like they they have rough stuff about them and they can be thwarted they can be dealt with in a number of ways i think nalu's kit is more impressive than hakan but i feel really similar to uh nalu as i do about hakan which is that you should just win slay them earlier and it's not very hard yeah you know right it's just not very hard to and that's the whole thing is the challenge here is you cannot wait until the final round to do something about Nalu. Now, sometimes you could, depending on how things have shaken out for right. them. Maybe they've had a really bad game. Right. But you need to be thinking about what to do about Nalu before it's too late. Yeah. And a lot of times, if you do think about that, you it can happen. Yeah. That's all you got to do. That's the right. only adjustment that you have to make. Um. So I don't know. We. I feel like, I. Uh, you know, it's time to pour a little cold water on them. Uh. They're still an A tier. They're yeah. they're fantastic. The they're zero token is an excellent ability. Um. But if you need to win slay them, uh, you can. Um, above or below soul? What do you think? I'd say below. Below soul. Yeah, All right. I think Nalu, so. A tier below soul. Yeah. I my biggest thing with Nalu these days is uh, I think the agent is cool and it was a fine addition. With how good the agent is and the other stuff nowadays, I think the mech is too much. Is actually my big problem with Nalu. Like oh, I think really? I think the mech stopping anti fighter barrage. So many games where it's like, well, that's just it, isn't it? We're just screwed, yeah. huh? I guess we're just doomed. There's literally no answer to this. Like if sure. if you let Nalu get away with it, there is no answer to how many fighters they have and are and and are punching you with. Like it's it's genuinely frustrating that like. I can't even go out of my way to get Destroyer 2, a, a B-tier tech. That's not going to work, do, yeah. it, That doesn't do anything? Okay, cool. Whatever, fine. Just make you me just lose. Gotta, <laughs> you, you really just got to do something about them earlier. Yep, and trust me, if you do, then you will, you, it, you will find right. a way um, to, to make it happen. So yeah. just, just treat them, treat them like uh, Winu, the, str- the yeah. stronger Winu. Do something Hinder early. their pr- production capacity. Punch their space docks and then they're done. Basically, yeah. punch that forward dock and it, you're you won't have problems later on. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we have another coalition with the Nazroka Alliance, firmly S tier. We just yeah. we believe in the casino, baby. The the, the Nazroka wins games, folks. Yeah, Nazroka is it's a powerful kit and it just has exactly the type of juice that you need to close the game up. And I think it's similar to Mahakt. I think they're even better in a high level of play scenario, basically. I think the casino makes up for them being a little bit less punchy, having a little bit weirder of a kit. Their economy comes from random chance all the time. Sure. Just rolling the dice over and over. Yeah. But my favorite piece of errata we got all year, and I think it was this year. Maybe it was last year. Maybe it was so long ago that we didn't remember. But I'm pretty sure it was this year because it's been a more recent thought with Nazroka for me. My favorite piece of errata we got about Nazroka is someone explaining 
better to us. Uh, Hunter and I are stupid math people. We don't know anything yeah. about math. Yeah, yeah. And someone explained to us, it's not gambling with Nasroka. You go through so much stuff, you're cycling the whole deck. It's right. not some sort of like, oh, maybe I'll get shard. It's like, you'll probably get shard. You'll probably yeah, get yeah, these yeah. things. You can hit the deck, you can hit the relic deck so hard that these things go from gambles to guarantees or to at least very high likelihoods. And that really changed how I thought about Nasroka. I was already mm -hmm. leaning like the gamble is good. Cody TCT taught me that that you got, actually what you're supposed to do is roll for high numbers and and, and get hot, right? But Nasroka's yeah not even risking anything they're actually just right. getting all the stuff it's like guaranteed value um so where do we want to put them in s tier uh i don't think they're above mahawk i don't um, think so I either go either uh, way on sar their mechs really can be so nuts like their, their position can be so wild and i think there was a time when we thought mahawk's start was really bad and i would have been like mm, nasroka mahawk both bad starts mahawk does not have a bad start uh, and Nasroka kind of does actually, and I think yeah. that's what I actually think that's what clinches it for Mahawked is is the early game is usually not too hard to figure out for Mahawked. Yeah, so in between Sar and Mahawked sure. or behind Sar? Nah, put him put him above Sar for sure. All right, heck yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, next up, we are split on the Necrovirus Hunter. Uh, we are calling him B and A tier, and this is another this is another loss to my great my great siphoning of my my personal list and how things got knocked around. Uh, is yeah. is Necro got pushed down into B? Um, they're, they are who I referenced earlier with Empyrean. I, I I'm yeah. like with me, Empyrean and Necro are at the tippity top of my B tier and, and arguably don't deserve to be there. And I have no qualms with pushing Necro up or whatever, because it's, no, it's, we're good. it's so, it's so, Necro uh, is bottom precarious. of my A tier. I have no problem putting them like top of B tier. I think that's totally yeah. fine. I'm just afraid right now that our B tier is getting a little bit bloated. I don't want to have way too big of a B tier. So, and we, we can come to that. Maybe, maybe something from we'll B tier gets pushed into A. Do you want them above or below Empyrean? Um, I would, I would put them personally, I would put them below Empyrean. Um, even though Necro is like, so like my top three favorite factions, if I'm in the mood to win the game, yeah, is probably Empyrean, Mahawked, and Necro. Yeah, and I think the order would be Necro number one, Empyrean number two, Mahawk number three. Yeah, and so I think I would say Empyrean, or I would say Necro top of B. But oh, like, it's weird. Whenever I factor in all the details about them, I tend to lower them in my estimation. Like mm -hmm. I put them at the bottom of my A tier and I put Empyrean at the center of my A tier. So technically I think Empyrean's better in a vacuum, but if it's just me playing the game, yeah. Necro's like my number one. Right. Um But I say let's uh let's let let's give Empyrean a little bit of love and put them at the top of the B tier and Necro can be number two. Okay. Here's 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 the bigger argument I would even make within this. If push came to shove and we had too much stuff in B tier and we decided to shove something into A, what would you prefer to see get knocked up into A tier? And is that Empyrean? Yeah. I think Empyrean being in B tier is like, it's kind of weird. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, next up we have the Nomad and we are in agreement that they are B tier. So again, we do see this B tier filling out, uh, but it is, it is solidly B I don't really know where Nomad falls in B. I think that hero is better than anything Hakan and Kaleras have on display. Yeah, yep, that I, and I agree entirely. That's exactly, I put yep. them ahead of Hakan and then ahead of Kaleras 
on my B tier ranking. So yeah. I think they should just go center of B tier for now, um, below Necro, but above Hakan. Yep, yep. Okay, the Sardak Nor, uh, and I hate to say it, but we are split. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry what are. I did to you. I, and I felt it when I did it. I knew it was. I knew it was bad. And I knew it was it's wrong. Time to dumpster, my boy. And I, I put your Sardak in the F tier while you tried to hold them into D tier. Um, yeah. My, I would say my my D and my F tier are like a pretty big mess to me. Um, and I don't feel particularly con. I oh, mean, no, my C through F tier is so. This is when I was wincing the most. When I was like, "What is what is C tier anymore?" I couldn't I couldn't come right. up with arguments anymore. Um, so I I don't have a lot of strong stand by my opinions in any of these three tiers, basically. Yeah, I mean, Sardak is difficult to pilot. I'm interested to know like what else, like what the rest of your F and D tier look like. Mm -hmm. You said you had four in every single tier. Yep. Yeah. So wow. I, have, I have four factions in F and four in D. And and Sardak was one of your Fs, even with four in D. Yeah. Um, I think let's let's put Sardak top of the F tier for now, sure. and then we can like kind of figure out. Like we've kind of been doing, we'll kind of figure out what is going to happen later. Because yeah, I'm just so curious as to yeah what you could be thinking here. Right. Uh, next up, the Titans of all. We agree. It's the A tier for the Titans. A -tier. Uh, and we kind of, so did the community, right? I think we we're all just in agreement where it's like, there's nothing wrong with this kit. There's just nothing that like is the Excelsior moment. There's right. nothing that just cleans everything up. To, to kind of contrast them with Nalu, Nalu has like, here's the stuff that makes you win. Yeah, yeah. But, uh-oh, you gotta no watch out for some yeah. problems. <laughs> Titan's like, what if you had nothing that especially makes you win, you just are generally good yeah. at all the stuff. Right. Um, and, yeah, I, I so I would put them at the bottom of the A tier for now, I feel yeah. like is kind of where they belong. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough call to, like, decide what is a better thing, right? Glass mm -hmm. Cannon of Nalu or the just solid. I think my estimations lean... I would prefer to play Titans. Like I would prefer the solid foundation of Titans right. to the flat, to, to the flimsiness of Nalu. Me um, too, actually. But yeah, I, I don't know which is quote unquote better or whatever. I think in other people's hands, I've been uh, impressed by both types of players, but I feel like Nalu has just generally performed better yeah. when I'm watching other people play. Yeah. Uh, the universities of Joel Nar, we are also in agreement. This one we don't never even needed to talk about. We know that they're S tier. Of course they are. Uh, yeah, they're they are my number two. Wow. I'm curious what you would say they are for you. I mean, again, I didn't I didn't actually like rank of on course, that level. But if you had to, um, and you if do. I had to, I think they're kind of actually at like the I, man. I hesitate to say bottom of my S tier, but because they're they're just never in a bad position. They're Joel Nar is never ever in a bad position never <laughs> ever it's super annoying and research agreement is impossible to avoid uh gosh yeah i mean they've got to be i think they are second only to mahawk i do think they're better than nasroka all right well we agree on that then yeah. i'm gonna put them i'm gonna put them second in the s tier yeah wild uh okay next up uh Vulwraith cabal i think we knew this was coming but Vulwraith cabal we are split uh between d and f tier i think our sardak and our cabal are just switched basically is what happened i put cabal top of the f tier yeah. for me right and, and you talk about it it's also a little bit personal yeah like i was saying they are just not my cup of tea i really struggle with them i recognize that other people are better at them um, however, I only factored y'all in a third <laughs> for my thinking, and I still think overall they're like 
towards the bottom. I'm down to compromise and say that they are bottom of the D tier yeah, for now. It's fine with me. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't in good conscience put them in F tier because they get way too much free stuff. Uh, their economy, again, is not like amazing outside of that, but it is a lot of free stuff and it's really good movement to get to places you need to get to very often uh, if, right. if, you've, if you've done an okay job. Um, surprisingly, Winu, we are also split on uh we wow we, yeah i think i i think i i think That's i gave wild. i think i gave winu too much gas so if anything i think you kind of conceded cabal to me i'd concede winu right back to you i don't care i don't care about holding winu in the d's here even a little bit i i think even our conversation earlier about like just how easy they are to stop is the final nail in the coffin even if their hero is like a baked in probably point sometimes it's even just not i i don't care uh, about this faction I, yeah, I think they're really bad, and I would, I, I mean, I kind of have them second to last to Arborek. Yeah. Um, but let's put them top of the F tier. Let's bump my my bugs down even further. Let's insult I, those boys. I don't even want to. I, I actually no, want to no, go no, with you. No, 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 because look, I think that's more fun. But I don't want them. I don't want them above Muat. Actually, like now that Listen, I'm looking at your it, your vote was your vote, Matt. You can't change it now. <laughs> so top of the F tier would be the compromise pick. Uh -huh, okay. Interesting. There we go. Okay. Well, and we failed to make that kind of logic uh, across the board here. But sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, extra. Extra's fun here. We agree. Extra is a C tier faction. C tier faction. Um, I I wonder what you so we've got L one ghosts and uh extra in C tier. Yep. What order would you do those in? Oh boy. Um these days here, I'll make it personal. I'll do I'll do personal with it. I yeah, think yeah, I yeah. suck at L1. I think I'm actually just not a good person for L1, and I can't make sense of their game. They're bottom for me, and Ghost is top. And x is like, yeah, I can kind of hang on, but I don't like it. I don't like being in the driver's seat of x but I'll do it. But that's my order, is Ghost, then x then L1. We're flipped on this, yeah. where I'm L1, number one, x in the middle, just like you, so yeah. I think x definitely goes center of C-tier, and then Ghost would be the bottom of my C-tier. No offense to Ghost people. I just feel like L1 is easier for me to be successful yeah. with. And then yeah. Extra has a lot of wild possibilities yeah. built in. It is. It's, it's a lot going on. Uh, all right. We have two more factions left, and both of them are split votes. So we've got two more big debates here to have. But I think as we put these in is when we can start, like, fudging some other numbers, basically, and, and messing with tiers, perhaps. Yin Brotherhood, we are split between F and D tier uh, for the Yin. I, yeah. I and, and I think this this has proven out. You you have been a bit of a yin defender of late, uh, and yeah, and you good. are the one who were. I, I would actually concede to you because you're the one who was playing a bunch of yin games and felt that new kit. And I genuinely haven't. Like I really haven't been at the helm of it uh, much since since Codex Three. Yeah, I mean it. It is. I think it that they've improved a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think that the flagship was always a good consideration for like, oh, are we having like you know. Are we having a good game? Can we lock it up? The flagship, I think, is useful for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm down to throw them in F, but yeah, at this point, the way that it's shaped, it's like kind of pointless, I think, for them to be there. Yeah. Um, what do we say about bottom of D? Like worse than Cabal, sure. but better than Winu. Yeah, basically. I think so. I, I think so. I mean, I, I bet someday even I'll have the arg I'll finally have seen the argument for Yin being like up even more than that. I think the old issue was like, oh, I don't know, their tech path, but it's like. There's lots of factions that don't start with blue tech and then you research blue tech and they're better. And like Yin definitely fits in that category these days. And then their other tools right. are like actually quite good. Right. I mean, the, the hero is really good for certain games. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I could see Yin climbing more and more. Honestly, what it comes down to is 
I would really love for Yin to come back for me. Yin used to be one of my favorite factions. Like TI3 right. Yin was one of my favorite factions. TI4, we've had such a roller coaster relationship. We were down, and then I got up again on Yin, and then POK dragged him back down. I'd love to get up on Yin again. I'd love to be like, my hot take is that Yin is C tier or whatever. I'd love to get to that sure. point. That would be cool. Sure. Uh, I'm just not in the position to get to do that yet. Uh, well, we have to round things out with a sorrel, and I already teased the idea that we are split. S and yeah. A tier uh, for wow. the Asarl tribes here. I did. I this is another one that I, I put them in my sort of uh, like not quite Nalu brain space. I don't know. I, I I had them in A. They were in S originally, right? Like I said, a bunch of things were in S, and then like things kind of got pulled down into A. Um, I I don't know. I don't know about any of this at this point. I mean, if anything, I'm looking at our S and I see Mahak, Jolnar, Nazroka, Sar. And our A is Soul Nalu Titans. And then, like, you know, in theory, my argument would be putting Asarl into that A tier as well. And then, oh, right, look, it's a nice right. even four and four. I don't want to do that. And if anything, I am now prepared, Hunter, to give you Sar and A to put Asarl in S because I don't stand by my putting Asarl in A from earlier based on, like, that was based on what I did to my own list. We have this right. new list, and Asarl doesn't doesn't go down there in that a tier for for my brain anymore yeah i mean i i just think isarl had a really i think strong year i think we Absolutely. had underestimated them in the past um i think that having all the action cards in your hand is a really big deal yes and being able to mill everybody else's action cards out of their hands is like just kind of too powerful yeah it is very hard to stop an isarl from winning yeah like maybe the it's maybe the most sunken I feel is when I'm playing against an Asarl mm -hmm. and I realize that they have a path to win and I'm like, I don't know how to stop yeah. that. Because I don't, know I what don't I even need. know what they have. Yeah, right. How do I know what to do? Yep. There's no way to know what to do. You may as well just do random stuff. You know, it's been my favorite no idea. My, my favorite new take recently is people really coming back around on Transparasteel. I think when we've talked about it recently, we've been like, no, you you don't need it. Like you, you've probably made Yond a lot of the cards away from other people, but sometimes you haven't. And just even more so the fact that just like nobody can get to play anything at all. No questions asked. Cause like sure. in that final round, politics probably popped. Some people probably drew new action cards. You didn't get those. You know what I mean? In the final round, you made Gion maybe two people and there's there's others sitting at the table and, and whatnot like transparasteel is such good just straight up sabotage insurance in case you needed it or whatever like of course it's it is i i would absolutely categorize it as an extra tech if you if get you get one of those tech rich games that's when you go transparasteel but it definitely belongs in the kit in those games in those tech rich games it's it's a good closer <laughs> basically yeah, I think that, so for me, they're my number three right now. I think yeah. overall, I think Isarl is just a very strong faction. And I think that at a high level of play, they're very difficult to deal with. They're difficult to deal with at a low level of play too. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of, they're just kind of a tough faction. I think in the past, we've overstated uh, their start being kind of bad. It's not really that bad mm -hmm. though. Like it's, it's really, well, it's really, they're getting man. mechs for free yeah, from the beginning that's of the, the biggest game. Thing. Like, the, the biggest new play is that like, oh yeah, maybe you don't like take as many planets as you could, but whatever you take, it's like, that's it. Like you, you can, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to like lock in some things early that nobody gets to mess with or whatever. You just get those mechs down really fast and yeah. your round two yeah. is so solid. Maybe it's like, maybe their round one is middling right you're never the front of the pack right. but round two you almost always have a great round two as a sorrel yeah so this is hard so i mean i'm down to compromise and say top of the a tier 
No, but, I want to, I want to, like I was saying earlier, I'd like to do a swap. I'd like to hot swap here and put SAR top of the A and put a SARL bottom of the S. That's what I want to do. I want to make some last second changes. And I, I, I genuinely stand by it. Uh, the number of times a SARL is in such a solid position, I think they belong to be above SAR. Okay. I, 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 it's really, it's wild how we kind of just have, we've got four tiers with four factions mm -hmm. in, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Why? Yeah. That's, that's kind of like. That, I that don't know. That's like where my brain always goes. Well I always me. try to. I, I I always push that route. Would you like to move some more things around? You want to put Sardak up in D? You want to you want to fudge no, those I, numbers I mean, a bit? I, I think it's fine. I just think that you know, if for the tiers, for the tiers to make sense, you really shouldn't see the same number of factions in each tier because then you're kind of just doing a ranked list at uh -huh. that point. You know what I mean? I like that like, logic. I think that's a fun thing to say. I I don't think I agreed at the start of this because I very specifically made. A, like even tiers but i think my brain just oh. does that my spread my spreadsheet brain just does that i need clean columns sure. but like when i look at when i look at our f tier i do not believe that sardok uh, sardak belongs with those three other factions it's not the same oh. kind of argument no it it totally doesn't but you know that's how you vote no, so I'm, that's how it is I'm not, you, we're not you doing it me, you're not doing this me right in I'm, the heart ruined my you, life you have no control here life. the show notes is i it's gonna say sardak in d tier i will win here i'm winning this one sardak is in d tier uh okay. with, with the four other factions and i'll put it i'll put it in bottom of d um <laughs> because you whined and you had to have your way um always so hard building this these with you you uh -huh, know it's uh -huh. just tough i'm just uh, i just don't I, have it in my brain like you do you know what i mean i don't have that perfect cool i don't have that cool factor i'm not smoking the cigarette when i make my list and i just don't know true. how to find that um well yeah i so i th I, I feel like oh we wanted to talk about argent again sure um so because that was like one of the earliest compromises yeah, we made it's true how are you feeling about them being bottom of b tier i feel okay about it but when i compare them with l1 and xcha i i do admit i feel somewhat similarly about them and those factions but like not strongly so i don't know i, I think there's a weird issue that happens kind of in this range where like the b tier honestly feels like it has two tiers inside of it doesn't it like don't you get that feeling that like the b tier isn't even consistent um well yeah i mean yeah, there's. I feel that way because two of the factions that are in B tier are in my, my A tier. Uh -huh. So I would draw. I would draw and have in in my own list a line between Necro and the rest of this group, uh -huh. basically. Right. But I think I I think that dragging both Empyrean and Necro up to A. That's a lot. Is yeah, that's a lot. Um, and also, like, it's about this being an amalgamation. Maybe we just accept that B tier is just the biggest tier. That's just how it is. Yeah. It just has the widest variance. You know, here's here's a counter proposal to that, just because I'm just, like, I'm kind of bored by the fact, by, like, B tier being the biggest. Like, I'm just like, oh, that's lame. I don't, I don't care about it. It is my, lame. My proposal would be, give me SAR back, put SAR at the bottom of S, and okay. then move Empyrean and Necro up. So there's two five faction tiers at the top and i i like the way that looks a little bit more and it's more 
it's more descriptive of like even what the community thinks right a lot sure. of these factions are in those top two tiers and we've been saying it all year the, the i feel like one of the defining characteristics of things we've said in faction guides and, and various analysis things on this podcast is right most of the factions are really good <laughs> that's the new truth of pok is most factions are really good and and i think this better represents that by 10 of the factions being an s and a tier I will move Empyrean up to A. I won't move Necro. Okay. Whatever. I just won't. Whatever, dude. That's your thing. Because look, 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 look at what it looks like now. We've got five factions in S tier. We've got four in A. We've got five in B. We've got three in C. We've got five in D. Yep. And we've got three in F. I like that. I think that Go looks back and nice. Forth. Sure. That looks cute. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's read through it all then real quickly. Let's let's give the new definitive edition of the faction rankings. It's S tier, Mahakt, Jolnar, Nasroka, Isarl, and Sar. In the A tier, it's Federation of Soul, Nalu, Titans of Ul, and Empyrean. In the B tier, you've got Necro, Nomad, Hakan, Council Calares, and the Argent Flight. And in C tier is L1. Excha, Ghosts of Creus, in D tier, Mentak, Barony, Cabal, Yin, and Sardaknor, and in F tier, Muat, Winu, and Arborek. Man, some things never change, huh? Winu, Muat, and and Arborek down there some at the bottom. Some things never change. Some things yeah. never change. <laughs> some things never change. Um, so yeah, the the this is it. This was year 2023. Uh, our faction tier list is out there. Uh, check out. Um, I've I've posted my faction tier list. I'll post mine. Uh, in the episode guide. Uh, Matt's gonna post his. Uh, I'll also post an image that has like our SCPT one. Um, weigh in. You know, uh, do me a favor. Don't listen to the episode. Respond <laughs> to the graphics only. I better not see. Yeah. A single download of this episode right, if right. you have listened to it you have failed yep. you did it That's wrong right. yep. you were not supposed to listen to it you were supposed to react in a very angry way yeah to the yeah. images yeah yeah I, I need you to i need you to uh give quotes and make sure it's nothing we said in this episode like misquote us right and yes. really confuse people <laughs> in the episode channel so when other people other people will hop in that channel they'll see the list they'll be like whoa i don't get this and then you can be like yeah matt said council Calaris is the best one but hunter just wouldn't let him have it or something like that just start making yeah, up yeah, things yeah. we said in this episode completely lie to everyone obfuscate right. everything there is no truth there's nothing is real Dude, they shouldn't have ranked all the Star Wars mod <laughs> factions in with all the regular factions because it's really confusing. Oh okay. my gosh. Next year's bit is that we'll rank all of the Discordant Stars factions without ever having touched a single one of them. Yeah, yeah. Next year, 2024, is Discordant Stars year, but we're not going to check it out. We're just going to talk about it. How about that? Take that, homebrew. Take that. It's Matt and Hunter in the present again. What's up? Hi, I want to thank our weird bears. Big Akapachino, Squimishima, Brasper, Kabbalah, Sol, Kalu, and Daryl, Nesplitz, Carnal, Kindred Spirit, Alice, Lord of Apathy, Emil, Shevsky, Absol, Arwise, and Tang. Yeah. And I want to thank our Tainty Sprouts, Craig and Portmandia, Hercules, Relic Stain, Savant, and Vince. Thank you all so much for your yeah. support of this show. Uh, you can go to uh, spacecatspeaceturtles.com and find more information about our uh patreon to become a member of one of these wonderful credits or the lower tiers that lets you have access to the galactic council and vote on episodes yeah uh, you also like would have been able to take part in this kind of thing we just throw random votes at the galactic council every once in a while there's also the 
Homebrewers Guild, which helps Hunter uh, as of right now, the project, the ongoing yeah. project is working on Twilight Imperium Zero Edition. And there's also the Yinsterhood of the Traveling Vans or the Good... I, I don't know the name. The, no, you got it. Yinsterhood of the Traveling Vans. We gotta change that name again. It hurts me to say every time. It's but, too uh, complicated. It's too complicated, but that's also kind we of We could make it more complicated if you want. I would not uh, be opposed to that. You can also rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever. I don't care. Just give me five stars, man. Just, yeah. just lay off, okay? Yeah, just get, give me five stars. Yeah. I do some graffiti about yeah. us. Do some <laughs> Space Cats graffiti. Do like... Yeah, do like a, a stencil, uh-huh. is that what you call it? Sure. Of us. Yes. Of our faces. Mm-hmm. And then Space Cats, Peace Turtles. And then for that one, we don't even need five stars. That's you can right. give us one stars. Right. You can be like, they suck and they're dumb. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Like put it on the side of like a bank. Now don't, yeah, on a bank. Yeah. Do it on a bank. Uh-huh. Any bank. Yeah. You can do. send this Imperium Life Stories to SpaceCatsPeaceTurtles at gmail.com. Hey, this weekend, Saturday, December 23rd at uh, like roughly 10 a.m. We're going to yeah. hope, we're hopefully 10. we'll get things going at 10 a.m. That's central standard time. That's 1600 UTC. It's the holiday spectacular. I'm spending the rest of this week trying to get so many supplies ready for this yep. stupid game we're about we got to play. a lot to i gotta do. go buy cauliflower i gotta get a bunch of cauliflower. oh yeah because it's so we're doing well yeah. uh, there's gonna be wings there's gonna be wings there's gonna be wings yeah. i thought about making seitan but i don't i don't i gotta i found out i have to buy a special kind of flour to do that so oh no do just that. do cauliflower just cauliflower do seems great cauliflower is good i'm excited it's gonna be a lot of fun uh-huh. this year um like i've said in the past yep. and then was wrong always wrong but i think this year will be good um we've got a great group uh hopefully we've got you know i'm th- at this point it almost looks like we have too many players which would be oh, awesome that's really cool i say that that's probably not true we might have exactly six and then me hosting i'm excited to host this year yeah i'm excited to uh run the show for everybody and uh really upset my friends hell yeah <laughs> or sorry heck yeah <laughs> That's I meant to say. Heck yeah! Uh-huh. Do I have to bleep that now? Maybe I don't I know. Bleep it. I don't know. Who knows how we get out of that? I don't even know. There's no because now I can't just edit your that you're in the room with me. My mic's picking up your voice. It's yeah, just, I know. It's harder. Space. Harder That's to why. record in person, but it's better also. Well, and we'll have us. You know, I'm really excited about 2024. Yeah. Um, next week, of course, your next episode is going to be uh just kind of a punky uh holiday spectacular. Yeah. Sit down, and it won't be it won't even really be content. It's yeah. kind of just. It might be 15 minutes long. It's literally <laughs> just hanging out. Y'all know how that one goes. Uh, we get a we take one week off every year, and it's and, <laughs> and it's not happened. even a week off. Right, really, the episode comes out, but it was a week off. Actually. We're in the office, but we're hung over the whole week. You know what I mean? It's that type of episode uh so get ready for that i'm really excited uh for next year we've got a lot of cool things planned uh for the show i think 2024 is going to be a very different year for space cats peace turtles than 2023 was super weird that's i'm excited about it yeah we'll have more about that at the beginning of the year we'll have a little season we'll do a meeting for you all we're gonna love doing our meetings we're gonna do our our little podcast one of our classic meeting episodes <laughs> where we just do a meeting that you get to listen to <laughs> and i haven't gotten enough negative feedback on those. right i don't it, it's I'll surprising that i get no no negatives from i that. always expect a lot of negative feedback on those and honestly really haven't gotten a lot of that so those of you that are big time haters maybe make your voices heard feel free to speak up about feel that. free to speak up on those you know like it, I I feel like we get a lot of hate for stuff that it's like I don't need to know this yeah, basically yeah. or like something that's like I heard you and I just disagree you know what I mean yeah, like sure. if you hate on something about us and we don't change it what that means is that we don't agree with you <laughs> is the thing and that actually we do get to do it the way we, we like want it. <laughs> so 
that's the thing so but with these with these ones really looking for some hate if we can get it because it does feel like cheating a little bit uh so really would not mind getting some hate there uh if you want to um that can yeah. be part of your five star ratings yeah can be doing the meetings how about yeah. that five stars really hate that they do their meetings on the show uh they should really do those off mic and we shouldn't have to hear that uh so yeah there you go um and i just want to thank everybody for uh, another supportive year you yeah know? this is actually this is actually the end of hunters at my year because holiday will yeah. just holiday spectacular is not a real episode be, no. we won't be thanking anybody at no. the end of that episode no holiday spectacular <laughs> is not a real episode this is the finale uh for the year um and yeah i don't know 2023 yeah we interesting time we did interesting it everybody. time yeah not um not the best year <laughs> But ha- have any of them been, you know? <laughs> when was the best year, exactly? 20. Oh, you're going to say, really? 20? <laughs> Already, I'm like, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> the fact that your year uh-huh. started with oh, the 20. Sorry. It's 1997 then, isn't it? Ooh, That's what we're saying. Decent okay. year. Yeah. Decent year. year. 1998, good... not so bad either. Yeah. yeah. Boy, we ended the millennium strong. Yeah. That's what really happened. Yeah. Our biggest concern at the end of the 90s was Y2K, uh-huh. something most people didn't even understand. <laughs> that was what we were scared of. Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>